yeah, I blame the dice. It is, it is the <laughs> dice's fault. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to the Pen and Paper Pod. This week, we're returning to Waterdeep and our adventures on Athera. Umeric, Somnus, and Gauze, the two warforged, a, uh, I forget, what is your character? You're a gnome, you're a gnome ranger, correct, Onithera? Yep, you need to probably speak louder and turn up your volume, maybe, uh, Megan, sorry. The volume down, or up? No, her, she needs to speak louder than you, Trevor. <laughs> I need to go back to more. Oh, just our volume. Yes, yes. yeah. Okay. And that's it's just uh, that's all right. Welcome again to this uh, this episode. We're doing the pen and paper pod. We are returning to the world of Waterdeep, and uh, let's go ahead. I want to just go ahead and start it off by asking you guys. You're going to go ahead and recap what happened for me last time, and depending on how well each of you individually recap, uh, I want you to tell a story together. And depending on how each okay. of you individually recap, I'm going to give you awards, you uh, inspiration for it. Are you guys ready? Uh, is I this class I, participation? I hate that. I knew I should have taken notes. I know you should have. Uh, let's go ahead and get started with you, Trevor. Uh, what? How did the adventure begin? Um, well, like uh, the rest of my companions, I was, I was summoned by a local business owner to uh, address the uh, pandemic, but it's uh, apparently not being really handled that well by the uh, bureaucracy of Waterdeep. Um, and... Uh, Already outside the city walls, I uh, took my, started taking my chances uh, pretty liberally with the <laughs> person uh, who I think I managed to help a little bit, just enough to like, get a little bit of a sense of what was going on. But uh, met up with uh, a, a, a gnome and a couple of Warforged and we, uh, at, the, at the tavern, and we uh, followed the leads that we were given by, uh, oh man, I really cannot remember his name, but he hired us. That's that's very important. He's going to pay us. Um, but, uh, allegedly. Allegedly pay he us. He is allegedly going to pay you. Remember, his tavern was shit. <laughs> and he offered a lot of gold. So it's not that important to me. But I think the, the, the war for are definitely for the money. I remember one of them is. Um, and... Uh, we, like I said, we followed our leads to uh, down um, to the harbor. To the to the. Hold on, let's go ahead and move uh, characters over. Uh, Peter, uh, recap some of the conversation you had with Volo Geddenthorpe, the man, the local businessman that hired you. What was his name? Volo Geddenthorpe. <laughs> Volo. I forgot I even started with the V. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Okay, so. So I so I remember I remember him saying that he, that, that that he had, that he had become concerned concerned with with the with the disease that that had, take, that had taken over the city and so and so um, and he and no, no one was really doing anything and he was turning to us as like as like his last resort even though he even though I believe I remember there being like a bit of confusion with for, for, at least with us when he was like yeah so the, you're my last resort but we were asking him did you ask anyone else and he was like no and it's like well how how were your last resort um, he told he he, he, told, he told us that uh, he, to, he told us that the that the the, per, the person to seek out was um, God what, what, what was the doctor's name he, he, Doctor Nilo as Doctor Doctor yeah. Nilo yeah oh that's right it was Nilo. That's right, because I, because I try to remember by, by thinking of nylon. Um, so he, just to seek to seek out Doctor Nilo, 
because because he because he would be our best chance with, with figuring out how like how best to how to best combat the disease and like and get get it, get it to the rest of the city. Um, what else did he tell us? Um, Moving on to Ed now. Uh, what well, else did he tell you? Uh, he told us uh, about a shipment of uh, PPEs were like being stolen down by the the docks and to find those. So we went down to the dock area to uh, to find the PPEs. And when we went there, there were some cops there who didn't want us poking around. And we said, uh, um, uh, Volo sent us, and they're like, he, he has no authority to do any of this. And then we did some shenanigans, uh, and we got this this necklace and symbol out of it, but there was uh, this little street kid who had the necklace, actually. How did that work? Anyway... I like brought his mom back to like near near life, but grabbed the necklace and dipped because I didn't want to waste spell slots. Cause you know, there was there was no action yet. So we got fiery necklace of coolness and we went down to, to the docks where we found uh, this building that had fighting going on. All Do right. I keep going? Yeah, yeah, keep go- uh, let's go ahead and move on to Megan now. What was the stance of the fighting? Right, so I got chucked on the second balcony a couple times, or the second floor balcony. And when we got to this building, um, there were some Kenku fighting some Warforged. Uh, one of them had like a red, one of the Warforged had out of this uh, cupboard under the stairs, if you will, and um, told us that he was actually captured by one of them and the others were already here and they started fighting each other um so he was like um pretty stressed out so and he wanted to leave that place as soon as possible so we left the establishment and then he got like shot in the head and (laughs) fighting as there were a few snipers around the buildings uh, around the exit. He got hit a couple times and is now dead slash unconscious, I think, in Ed's bag. He's not, uh, just want to clarify, he's not dead. He's been, uh, he was killed and then he was revivified by dead by the nature of the spell. He's brought back to one health point. So he's very, 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 very (coughs) hurt and in Ed's bag. But alive. But alive. And then the that depends. I can tell you haven't read the rules of bag of holding. <laughs> no. So we'll find out if he lives. Yeah. And so some of the snipers got killed. One of them ran away. And then uh, a bunch of griffins and sounds like very authoritative figures descended upon us, and most of us got away unseen, except for Peter. Or except for um this. I, I wouldn't count your chickens yet i believe you guys are kind of in a side alley and you hear a large amount of advancing guard one of the things that's happened is that you guys noted is that uh, trevor used a fireball to set the roof on fire killing one of the people and also injuring uh the drow sniper who then fled 
But in the thing, he caused a a massive blaze to occur uh, that has attracted a large amount of the city guard. And Peter has been caught on a roof nearby because he ascended a roof to try to fight some of the attackers. Uh, You gentlemen are now in the alley. Uh, Olafera, Umerich, and Gauze are in the alley below. Gauze has Dr. Nilo in his backpack. And uh, two griffins have descended out of the roof surrounding Peter with two griffin cavalry riders on their backs. Uh, these gentlemen are large and posing. Uh, for the time period, there's roughly six foot. They're practically fucking giants for humans. And uh, they're both very, very blonde, wearing golden armor with swept back hilts. Think some Lannister bullshit from Game of Thrones. Uh, they have lances and they're on backs of fucking griffins. Uh, and these things, these things have like hawk beaks and they're snapping at your wooden frame. Just like they're barely held back from attacking you. They look ready to fucking rip roar and ride. And down in the streets, you guys hear a large force of advancing uh, guardsmen. You assume because you hear, Oh, you hear the whistles of the guards as they're coming down to like Bobby's coming around the corner on the far side. Uh, I want to start because we left Peter in kind of a tight situation. Uh, yeah. Peter, what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he holds his ankles and prays to God. Wait, let me bring it back up my character sheet. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see how many hit points I have left. I have 17. Oh, that's great. Yep. <laughs> Oof. You there, mechanical monstrosity. Halton. Raise your hands. Raising my hands. Drop I'm not weapon. moving. Uh, I immediately dropped my weapons. I was about to. <laughs> I was about to. I was, I, was, I, was about, I was about to. I was about to. I was about to say some shit from Drag Race, but it's like, nah. The man descends uh, from the do back. It. Of the, what's up? What's up, boss? Do it. A man descends from the back of the Griffin. He hops off and comes down, and he's like, "What manner of being are you?" Uh, well, as you can see, I am a forge. Bo- I am a forge born. Universe canon probably be a nimble right would be a more common term. A what? Uh, War forged is a term from uh, specifically Magic: The Gathering. Uh, not Magic, oh. sorry, uh, but the, it is Magic: The Gathering. <coughs> uh, in uh, Faerun, which is the world we're currently in, typically nimble right is a more common term. Sorry, nimble right. Nimble right. W r i g h t. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And it's also common, and he'll refer to you as that as well, as you would know. In Waterdeep, there's a lot of nimble rites running around because of the Temple of Gond, which is like the Temple of Many Hands, which is like a kind of a a temple to like technology and stuff like that. Okay, well, then I will change my statement to I am a nimble (laughs) rite, as you can see. I can see indeed, although I have not heard of a queer nimble right such as, sorry, uh, a nimble right <laughs> such as you. I'm so sorry. Whoa. I'm doing old fashioned the... talky. And, and I look him dead in the face and I say, how did you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. What tips you off? This is why you don't drink a bottle of wine before you DM. <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. So anyways, the, uh, the he's like, what manner of wooden nimble right? Are you? What purpose could there be for making a nibble right out of wood? This gets worse and worse. <laughs> nibble right out of wood. What's wrong uh, with wood? When I was created, that's what was available. Stand down, good sir. 
come here and uh, surrender your hands and we shall bind them and we shall have uh, you up to the court to see what can be done with you. Can I throw myself into the fire instead and just be done with me? Did you start that there fire? Yeah, no, I did not start that fire. I was, I was, try- I was trying to stop people. I was trying to stop people who did. Was- so you claim. Well, the, well, well, the, well, there, well, there is that. There is that one dead guy who was over there. He, he was part of the. There's a part, murder. Yeah, he, yeah, he was part of the group that that, att- that attacked me. They attacked you in what way? And he looks over and he sees the dead body that you murdered on the roof over there. <laughs> yeah, so there, so there was a, there were a few of them, inclu- including including one sniper. He shot, he shot it, he shot at me when we when I walked out of the warehouse. Quiet, you monstrosity. And surrender. We shall have your statement later. Barnabas Blastwind will have the best of you. Who? <laughs> and so let's go back down while uh, Peter is in the process of getting arrested. What yeah. are the rest of you guys doing? I am trying to to run away. Oh, you, everybody's running away. Okay, I'm running away. I have. It's like we don't care. We don't care about him. He's gone. Hey, man. In it's when the cops arrive. Everyone run. None of this no man behind stuff. If you get caught, you failed. I wish I had some flint on me. Then I could just like literally just write, light myself on fire. All right. If you guys look at roll 20, I assume you guys are kind of around the corner. Are you running after Megan? Uh, I could try to help Peter somehow. I don't know how. Um, I mean, you got to tell me how if you got a spell or something you want to do. Yeah, dude. If anyone's going to help him, it'll be you because... I'm. I'm. No, you, you've you've made your 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 moral compass clear. Um, let's see. Um, I have an injured person in my backpack. <laughs> I need to get to safety and stabilize him. And now I worry that if I can even get him out of this bag of holding, yeah. I didn't know the we, rules. We, we've established that Gauze is a bit of an asshole already, so I think it may be hard to back backpedal. Oh, by the way, everybody, for your introduction that you did, you all get inspiration. <clears throat> okay. Cool. So I was running down this alleyway over here because I wanted to see where the, uh, all right. the route person was going. And then I hear all, like all this hubbub over here going on with um, Somnus. So I kind of like look around the corner and just kind of watch. First things first, though, give me a survival roll with advantage to track your, your prey. That can the Griffin guard hear me from in the street if I were to yell up to them? Yes. Okay. Mm. But uh, I'm assuming they've already seen me. They've not seen you yet. They've not seen me yet. Okay. Yeah, they just descended onto Peter. Peter was on a rooftop, and they've become very interested in like Peter. Like an idiot. <laughs> Ooh, what is that? Uh, sorry. One moment. All right. And yeah, with the 17, you see that your drow sniper is on the roof over here and he is looking, sorry, this is from a different campaign. Uh, you see that uh, he is on the roof looking back over towards what's happening. He has, he clearly is looking through his uh, scope on a rifle-like <coughs> construct. Arthur, are you familiar with rifles? I wouldn't say so, correct? No. Doubtful. Uh, he's looking through some sort of tubular device uh, downrange at the Inferno and the flying overhead griffins. But you can see here on the roof, he is within 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. He's in within 60 yards of you. I mean, 60 feet of you if you would like to try to engage him up on the roof. 
Is he looking pretty um, strong, healthy? Uh, yeah, he does not look bloodied in any way. Mm. And I, I'll, I'll remind you that he did he did save pretty hardcore during Trevor's fireball. Uh, um, but I'd also remind you that it was very clear that he had secondary magical abilities. Not magical, yeah. but he had he had items that were clearly like you would your character would interpret them on. as magical. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that that tubular thing fucked some shit up earlier. Um, I think with what's going down now, I'm just gonna hope he doesn't shoot me with that thing again. He doesn't. As he as you see him leaving, you could pursue him if you wanted to. But he starts hopping roof to roof, Assassin's Creed style, as he runs away. Yeah. I mean, boo. You notice that he's a highly dexterous bastard. Mm-hmm. I know I can't take him on my own, and half my party is like halfway across town, like a whole block away from me. Yeah. Uh, you see Gauze running towards you. Uh, do you stop Gauze from running just away, away? <laughs> I just picture clotheslining him. Like, don't go that way. I want you guys to have this conversation while I pee real quick. <laughs> so does she clothesline me? <clears throat> I mean, too, you can decide if she clotheslines you. you. But I do kind of, like, catch you at the waist and be like, don't go over there. And that guy with the 2 shooty thing is running away. He's not attacking us right now. Wesley, what's going on over there? Um, so... The other Warforged, uh, Somnus, he uh, got captured by the police, or he's being interrogated, or the police has come, and they've grabbed him. Uh, I believe... I don't have enough gold for bail, surely. Say that again? I don't have enough gold for bail. I have, like, ten pieces of gold. Oh, arsony is punishable by death in this town. I don't have enough to pay for his life either. Um... I did get art and metal from from that place. I'm not sure how much they're going to be worth, but maybe they, there's a reward, a finder's fee? A life? Um, I don't know if that's going to work, man. Where's the wizard? He's over by the fire. Good lord. You mean, what wizard? What's his face? The, uh, the, Me, the furball? The furball, yeah. The furry guy. Oh, the, the Dr. Nilo? No. <laughs> I am a wizard. He's I a trained wizard. and studied for years. To I can't hear you. You're all you're a block away, dude. <laughs> I know things. Okay. I know powerful magics. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> can I just can I just randomly yell from the room? I wouldn't mind if someone took me out. <laughs> Do you really want to die right now? No, no. I just think it'd be really funny. Like who's shooting at him? I don't know. All right, I, I think it's time to force Trevor to make a decision. Yes, I was about to say. I since they haven't seen me yet, I want to attempt to disguise myself as one of them with my purple magic. Oh wow! So you're going to disguise yourself as a city guard? As a that's also a a crime. You should probably check out the penalties for that before you. Well, I already it. set a fire, dude. Right now, he could be taking the hit for the fire. I'm just saying, like. Might as well go down together, shit. Um, Man, you guys are so loyal for strangers. Yeah. It's the potential of 500 gold. From a shitty bar tavern owner. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. 500 gold each. 
why are starting adventures always so like welcoming Sketch. and accepting to any quest given to them? It, it, you so, you guys might stand to have like a little bit more of like a question about your owner uh, about the guy that offered you this campaign. Anyways, uh, so I'm not crazy and being the owner. I know, I know absolutely. I love how you're the one that questions it, and last time you're like, it makes no sense why the Kinku and the Nibble Rites are fighting. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, pl- c- please continue, uh, Trevor. Um, since especially the guard, the Griffin guard is away, far away on a rooftop, I'm going to attempt to disguise myself as a uh, insufferably tall, high cheekbone, blonde Lannister type. Um, so I'm assuming a city noble of Waterdeep. Yes, with with the full regalia. Okay, I want you to I want you to do a couple of things here. This is going to base be based on your knowledge of the city as a whole. So I want you just to generally make a quote unquote deception roll. Okay, a quote unquote deception roll. I was thinking about making him make a history roll, but I think he has enough knowledge because he's been through the city. So I'm just going to let him do a deception roll. <laughs> you do it how you want in your campaign. I don't want to hear you guys tonight. I know what's wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Charismatic. Right now, my I'm just feeling all the anxiety for all the mischief you're getting up to. You guys are so dangerous. Yeah. Did no one read the rules of this town and what's punishable? <laughs> yeah, it was fucked. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, you solid. You solid. That was a nat 20. Uh, Trevor just nailed a nat 20 on his deception roll with no modifier. So Trevor is just... Trevor just became uh, like let's let's make up the person you are intimidating. Who who what? So let's a noble family name. Uh, a well-known family name is the Castellanters, uh, or something along those lines. So let's just to say or uh, make tell me a name that you're trying, and I'll literally make up the noble family as they go. Tell me the person you're impersonating, and I want you to give me an accent. Uh, you think Duca Doritos? Do no. Okay, so I. Uh... I, I step forward out of the out of out of the, the shadows of, of you know, burning <laughs> burning warehouse and uh, all up to the roof uh, in my best uh, water deep noble uh, high flute and accent and say something like along the lines of uh, brothers my I am I'm, uh, Noble of what? What was it? Sorry, shit. Um, you could come, come up with a name. Come up with any fancy fucking name. Duke of Doritos. Uh, it's not his style, man. He's got to come up with something good. I don't want you to say Lannister. I, I, anything close to it's fine, but don't say fucking Lannister. It's gonna mess with the entire campaign. On crust. Miyamoto. Uh, um, Seacrest. Uh, uh, Out. Highly lights. Like highlights. Highlights. Highlight? Oh my, um. Just pick one and go with it. Yeah. Um. Highly lights. Okay. Kaiser associated this shit. What's in the room, Trevor? <laughs> I am Lord Highly Lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I am Lord Highly Lights of, oh. of 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 um fucking shit. I need a um. Um, oh my lord of the highly light dynasty! Oh my lord, what what are you doing in this end of town? Oh no! Please, please come this way, my lord. We will protect you. I was happening happening by and and spied the arsonist as he fled to the west. The uh, I I will uh, take 
company of the wharf of, of the of the nimble right. Leave him since you have mounts and I do we, not. We would never imagine to leave a lord alone with a with a spare machine mechanist monstrosity such as this. Uh we will take it with him though. Which way did the arsonist flee? Did you see did you see who the man was an arsonist? T'was a drow that fled over the rooftops to the west. Oh, a dastardly drow. We shall capture him henceforth. Ride on, Fairfield. And the uh, the uh, other griffin. start running toward us. Yeah, the he does. He literally like takes off heading straight at you. Uh, so yeah, if you guys want to. Well, we're not drow, so we should be fine. Well, we uh, should just go right past If you want to be seen, it's going to. Chill though, like we 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 can stay here, right? We we belong in this town. I'm sure, I mean if that's what how you want to play it. I'm I mean, if I'm hidden, I'm gonna stay hidden. Five feet. You're not hidden. You'll have to make stealth checks if you want to make stealth checks. Otherwise, you just stand out in the open. Walking down the street, it's not illegal, right? All right, uh, make a deception check because <laughs> you're just like trying to nonchalantly be like, hey. <laughs> I walk here all the time when there's a burning place. <laughs> okay, it's a plus zero. Make one, two, Goss. Um, what is this again? A deception check. Eight. Oof! A same score. Everybody gets an eight. Well, you guys are wait for deception. Yeah, deception. Wait, I get plus one. Doesn't do that. Much okay, the Griffin immediately lands, and he's like, "You there, you." Townsfolk, have you seen a drow go this way? He went that way to the west. I saw him. I was like trying to, you know, see where he went. That's why we came over this way. Oh, right then. Uh, please proceed to the square. We'll need to take you. He has statement. a gun. Yes, we will go directly to the square. And the Griffin takes off and heads uh, west over the rooftops. Uh, yeah, it, back in the square. Two, uh, oh, hold on. I just messed up, guys. Sorry. What stroke of luck? Am I still, uh, am I still trying to, uh, very unconvincingly argue with the, uh, the, uh, I assume very, very, uh, slow-witted, uh, Griffin Rider up on the roof. Griffin Riders don't typically are slow-witted, sir. <laughs> I was trying to come, I was trying to excuse how I, uh, didn't know where I was from there for a second. It's That's okay. In, in, in game context, you rolled a nat 20, so it's fine. Right. I just want you to know, impersonating a noble is also death. We have two yeah. death sentences right. on the board right now. Okay. Meanwhile, walking around the street when there happens to be a fire, A-okay. Yeah. A-okay. Well, <laughs> technically, you guys should... Well, we'll not get into it. Anyways. Uh, Suspect. Two... two uh, men come around the corner, two human men, one uh, short and he's wearing uh, green glasses and he has like a blonde beard and kind of a curly hair. And the other one looks like a tall, thin, rundown man with a short sword at his belt. The other one's wearing purplish robes and they two come upon uh, you, Lord Highlights. Lord Highlights? I am Seth Cromley of the Imperi of the Waterdeep God. What in the world are you doing at this end of the town? Oh, fuck. Um. My name again is Seth Cromley. <laughs> <laughs> Should we know that name? Um. Um. I was scouting some local property. 
Um, my my uh, family is interested in investing. Oh, perfectly good. Barnabas Blesswind, my lord. Uh, please stay with us and we shall protect you while you are on this end. Uh, oh, uh, Aether, who, who do you have there in custody? Could you please bring him down? Uh, and the griffin is going to leap up and grab Peter by his Great. claws and drag him down to the street. Uh, I thought you had a good relationship with birds, Peter. I mean, I have a really good relationship with, like, a hawk that comes and goes, but I don't know where he is right now. He kind of, like, ditched when shit got, when shit got crazy. Have them seduce the griffin! How? how <laughs> Not how that works uh, in my campaigns. I don't uh, want to know how that works. <laughs> Point and take. Uh, they uh, they land on the ground. Peter, you're gripped in the griffin's claws as the as the gravelry rider descends and comes along. My lords, uh, blessed Wynn and Cromley, uh, we have captured this uh, nimble wraith that was seen at the scene of the crime. Uh, apparently Lord Highlights here as well uh, was present. Barnabas Blaswind, my lord, is this true? Were you here to see the fire on, on that is occurring? Oh, um, yeah, sorry. I, um... <laughs> yes, well, um, I was just scouting some property, and, well, I, I have a confession to make. I, I had heard some nasty rumors about this side of town and had taken it for the, uh, for the good of the people, and, uh, Oh. On behalf of my family's uh, good name to uh, uh, invest in, investigate. Uh, Why would you you would investigate this side of the town, my lord? Well, it should be the, well known to you. Uh, this building that happens to be on fire, I had, I had heard might have been connected to some shady dealing regarding um, all of the missing. Uh, protective gear that we were supposed to have for you and your uh, our, our public servants, you know. Make a deception roll with advantage. Advantage. I need, I need Come on, second nat 20. How do I do that roll? Oh, I just did it twice. Do right? it twice and you pick the higher one. Okay. I can't see your characters for all the other <laughs> characters. <laughs> Uh, Alright, I think I'm going to go with my first one. Uh, roll that second one, baby. Because you never know. You never know when you're going to crit. How the fuck is that possible? He rolled a 19 Whoa! and a 20. Uh, okay, yeah, 20. I always believed in you, Sam. Uh, Barnabas Blashwin, my lord. Uh, we should get you henceforth from here. Commendable, commendable. No one takes the security of the city quite as seriously. It's good to know that Lord Highlights are so involved in local politics and 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 want to make the city a better place, especially in this end, this far forsaken end of the of the Dark Ward, my lord. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, do you own this nibble, right? Uh, he is not my property, but we have been meaning to uh, look into general mechanical development of this of this nature for uh, for service purposes maybe i could uh, maybe yeah, he's looking at stuff for you right i'm not i can't talk yeah you can't talk you can't yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> let it let him make decisions it's the same sort of thing i can't talk to you that would have been great <laughs> it's all you <laughs> you let him suffer <laughs> yeah. meanwhile in my mind i'm like 
perhaps in return for my uh, esteemed family's good uh, general public will, we could uh, acquire the nimble right from you. And uh, if any further uh, investigation should be warranted, it could take place on our, uh, at our discretion. Unfortunately, my lord, in typical cases of this, we will comment, we will commandeer the nimble right as uh, property, as uh, criminal property at this time to uh, investigate his uh, brain. We will remand him to the uh, Temple of Gond, where he will be disassembled there by the proprietors, and we will uh, see if we can find his memory as uh, physical evidence for whatever trial or criminal actions comes with, comes forth with. I see. Uh, would you mind if I look at his registration number real quick, just to make sure he isn't one of ours? Uh, are you sure, sir? We've never seen a nibble right like this. Clearly, he's a loose one in the city. Are you sure you don't own him? Well, I, I, I might have been mistaken. Are you, missed, are you, are you quite sure, my lord? Don't another miss. Seth Cromley, my sir, this is quite highly irregular. I don't mean to be anything uh, inofficial to the, to the uh, Highlight family, but uh, uh, I've never seen a nibble right quite like this. He's made of wood. He looks almost as if he was crafted uh, by elves or some such. Yes, well, as I said, we're uh, trying to branch out. Fun totally intended. Oh. I, I want to just... If I could give you inspiration, I would give you inspiration. <laughs> Wait, don't we have inspiration? You do already. So. Already, yeah. Remember to spend it if you can. Wait, I have to just decide to spend it? Yeah, whenever you roll a d20, if for any of the reasons to roll a d20, you can spend inspiration and roll it with advantage. Oh. That's what inspiration is. It gives you an advantage, but you want to save it for probably like important roles, like doing a stealth roll to not get caught by Griffin Cavalry. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you actually didn't have inspiration to spend last time because as somebody <laughs> pointed out to me after the fact, uh, I was not giving inspiration very freely last time. So everybody gets inspiration, and now, now you got to spend it. Like, we didn't do that great a job of summarizing shit. <laughs> you didn't. I just gave it out, and now you guys got to spend it. It's in, the, it's in the game. All right. Anyways, uh, uh, please continue. Oh, no. I, I, I think my... Um, you were checking for his, his uh, serial number. What were you doing when you were doing that? Because clearly you don't know if Somnus has a serial number. Uh, right. I was just going to, uh, you know, look on the inside of his arm and pretend to see one and say, oh, yes, this is one of our experimental models. Uh, I'm so sorry. I've been mistaken. Okay. Um, it is highly irregular. You're absolutely right. I had not expected them to be out and about already. This must be some sort of aberrant that wasn't meant to be rolled out already. Um, we definitely need to see what went wrong here so that we make sure this doesn't happen again. Make one more deception roll. Yeah, but I saw it coming. I was like, oh, God, here we go. And Come on, third nat 20 of the night. I was about to say, he can't statistically roll another nat 20. No, <laughs> uh, I haven't used my inspiration yet, so I still could. Yes, you could. Mm -hmm. But you need to decide now if you want to. You no, can't... but I have to do it before. You have to do it before. Exactly. You have to do it before. You can't decide after the roll. Ah, I'll let you do it for this one. How about that? I, I'm, I'm comfortable just deciding to do it for this one. This yeah. is a pretty big deal. There's an army right next to us. Like, I, I want to get out of this. <laughs> well, you, you, could, right you could also allow him to be captured and attempt to rescue him later. That's an option. 
Oh, it is? Shit. Well, of course it is. <laughs> I don't it's know. D&D, &D, Trevor. Like, Anything like, is gotta, possible. Are you going to try Everything to... Are we going to do... I'm like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know what's happened in this episode. We're going to do a jailbreak. We're going to raid the Temple of God. These are all possibilities because what Peter did last time threw me a curveball as a DM. This is what happens when you, when you get captured by the cops. I didn't escape. <laughs> now I got to figure shit out. <laughs> Or do you want to break into the jail? Well, at this point, I'm going to get caught, too, if I fuck it up. <laughs> yes. So then we'll be rescuing half of our party with the other and I'll, and I'll state for the record, the thought process, the, the code the code legal does say impersonating a noble is, is, a, is a death. It's death. death. Yeah, it's if death. I hack off my head right, right. here. Yeah. Peter, Peter, is death. Peter will just be remanded to the Temple of Gond, whatever that means. He might be disassembled, but, it, it, you know. That that could equal death. They're gonna poke apart his brain, man. They're gonna reset him. Well, you're lobotomize not lobotomize my lobotomize my robot brain. No one is quite sure what constitutes the spark of life that imbues Warforged, or in this case, you know what I mean. Nimble, Nimble rights. Right, sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't even do it. I'm sorry, guys. Warforged is technically again a term for <laughs> magic, anyways, which is its own campaign in D and D now. But moving back to what we were talking. About. <laughs> Ah. I can't even keep track of my own shit. All right. <laughs> Trevor, you got to make a decision here. He, he did. I made, I made two rolls, a five and a 17. I want the 17. Obviously. <laughs> oh, is it yours? Do you have any plus to that deception? No, he no he's a zero. He's no charisma. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. He, uh, so, uh, Sith Cromley, my lord. Sith, uh, I, I would, I would most, uh, again, it's highly unusual, but I would say that for your good help in the city, uh, we'll be more than willing to remand it. We, we have to keep a lid on these nibble rights, and, and I must insist that tomorrow you bring him to the Temple of Gone where we will meet you and inspect his memory, if that is quite possible. We won't disassemble him, because, uh, Clearly, he is your property. We wouldn't want to hurt anything that you guys have put together. Uh, but I would have to insist uh, that the proprietress of the Temple of Gond, uh, Lady Callista, uh, Sister Callista, uh, inspects him. Very well. That's certainly doable. I appreciate your cooperation in this matter, and my family will remember it kindly. I do Definitely appreciate it. Definitely be there tomorrow at uh, what time? Morning? Oh, uh, which, whichever. Which, we, we, we stand on whenever you would like, sir. Three in the afternoon it is. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> Why would we do business in the morning? <laughs> Especially with this. Again, I'll have to make sure Sister Callista's in because I believe they're social distancing still, but we'll figure it out. Sounds good. Thank you quite so much, kindly. So you're allowed to take your nibble right with you. Would you like to leave? let me leave, let us leave it chained or deliver it somewhere for you? Uh, that's all right. He can accompany me away. Just the two of us is just fine. Perfect, perfect. And just uh, to get your statement real quick, uh, Barnabas. Yes, my lord. Barnabas Blaswind here, because that's how I figure out how to say his name as I say his name. Barnabas Blaswind, it gets me into the accent. <laughs> Barnabas Blaswind. And then I start rolling my peas like this and working my drows, because that's what Barnabas Blaswind sounds like. Versus Seath Cromley, because I say his name and then I roll my S's and I... Talk with a bit of an accent. Sorry, this is who's talking right now. I don't know. <laughs> Seth and Barnabas Blaswind are having a conversation without you guys. Barnabas Blaswind, my lord. Anyways, please, if you could give us a statement as to what happened here, what you observed. Well, as I was coming around the corner, I um, 
thought I heard a ring of swords clashing in combat and looked up on the roof and this drow was fighting. What was the other thing? What was the other thing? That's the drow that's, that's now dead. A, a drow fighting with a, another humanoid creature. I'm not sure what the other one was, but uh, they they fought on top of this roof and I saw the drow strike the other dead and light a fire to uh, obfuscate his escape. And as I said uh, to this man here, he uh, fled west, hopping from rooftop to rooftop with an incredible dexterity. He uh, seems like a, uh, a dangerous person. We shall investigate. Uh, Aether, did Eskelwell, or whatever the fuck I call the other Griffin Rider, uh, did he go to investigate? He did indeed, sir. He, he headed west, as as commented. Uh, no, no, he, uh, they don't know that, actually. Uh, I, I, he was called by the uh, highlight sent us in the direction of the drow, heading that direction. Uh, hopefully he will catch him if that. May I proceed here, sir? I will uh, release the nimble right and proceed on my way. Yes, yes. Uh, please do do that, and we shall attend to the fire as best we can. And uh, Bono's Blastwind turns around and casts a spell that uh, begins to causes the area. Please, my sir, if you would if you would be so kind, and he uh, throws up a spell that creates an umbrella over over uh, Trevor, or uh, I guess in this case uh, Umeric, who's disguised as Lord Highlights, and then uh, leaving not his noble right, and then he casts a spell that causes it to begin to rain quite heavily, like a downpour, like a drenching downpour onto the fire. How many spell slots did he do to impress this noble? Two, essentially. <laughs> but one of those might be a fifth level, so, you know. <laughs> uh, so you're under the thing. You can. Uh, you guys just can try to go away? Well, we see pretty much what happened, right? We're in a position where, like, we saw Trevor... No, no, no. I'm, his... I'm more concerned about Trevor and, and Peter at this moment. Yeah, I think we're just watching at this point. Uh, I guess since we know they went down the alleys to the west, we'll go that way and meet up with them. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You head off and you guys meet up down the alley. Uh, do you want to try and do you want to try and do anything, or do you want to just get the fuck away from that situation? Um, it's not really my character, but I could try and scare the shit out of them while I'm still disguised. No, okay. Read the room. No, yeah, and and I and I I feel I feel like. I almost feel like going up to the roof to get my weapons would be suspect. What weapons did you leave up there for the record? You left your... Uh... My longsword, my, 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 long my, my rapier, my, my two main weapons. Okay. I, I can probably give you something, dude. Don't worry about them. You're just going <laughs> to give him some PPE to attack people. Be like, here. <laughs> well, I mean, most of my damage is going to be for my spare guardians. I don't really need a hand weapon. I, I was about I was about to say Trevor should probably stop using his hand weapon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love him. I love it. I love you profusely. But last session when you were like a wizard and you're like I'm gonna do dual attacks. I was like, are you? 
<laughs> Clearly, his proficiency is in the arts. I, I was about to say, I was like, we, we need to get you back into the stream of playing a wizard, baby. <laughs> hey, I don't know when we're going to get along, Res. Your, your AC was 10, and you just like walked up to him and were like, by the way, I'm wearing some fancy robes. You want to stab through them? Hey, how you doing? My name's Trevor. <laughs> his name is... Umar. Sorry, I apologize. I'm trying to remember people's names. All right, where are you guys heading from here? What do you want to do? Uh, we need to talk to the doctor and find out. Should we go to the tavern to be like, or do we want to like try and get this doctor up in public? Um, it'd be nice if we could find somewhere quiet to talk to him. We're not freaking out. Maybe heal a little bit. Um, I remember there being like the kids playing. I don't know if this was way in a different place. I just remember water barrels tumbling into this. Take him to the kid's house with the dead, dead mom? No! <laughs> the water barrels were on the street where the crime had happened, where the... the, the so we shouldn't go to bad. another crime scene after okay. leaving another crime scene. Let's go back to the, the, the shitty tavern and talk to the man who sent us to get these PPEs with the guy in the bag who might be beyond salvaging at this point, but we don't know that yet. Pay for that journey. <laughs> Didn't the tavern guy say that they, they're not on great terms, which is why he sent us in the first place? Yes, but when we rescued him, he was like, all is forgiven. Okay, so, yeah, let's go back to the tavern then. What, no one there, except for grass. Of course not, because it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. All right. Go ahead. So you guys proceed back to the tavern, and I need to rearrange this page uh, just as a heads up. Uh, By the way, uh, MVP award definitely goes to uh, to Umrik right there. Yeah, I was about to say, well done. Yeah, <laughs> keep it fucking. Like, <laughs> I'm ready to like toss Sobness off to to the hokey. Let him earn his just desserts. But you saved him, man. Way to go. Yeah, we should deal with character-wise what you guys thought of, like, just letting him, like, not do it. So you guys arrive back at the tavern, and I just want to illustrate something here. Um, let me see if I can find it. Now, I'm just going to do it. Uh, I'm just going to grab this one person. You are a fucking saint, you know that? This is the only time I've ever had my fiance deliver me a beer. It's fantastic. It's not how I roll. I don't believe in that. You roll not once. Okay, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we're just going to use Jaster Silvermoon as a thing for this. Control C. And uh, all right. Uh, so you guys are now in the tavern area. You guys see? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to reiterate something here. The tavern has kind of changed overnight. Uh, it appears that some renovations have been done, and uh, and like a new banner is a grand reopening has been put across the top, and uh, yeah, there seems to be a half dozen patrons inside. The place is now hopping. Uh, it looks like somebody overnight has uh, removed the rat problem and done some uh, and have like uh, like a maid service came in, greased up the bar. Uh, Bonnie is going nuts inside talking to all the different patrons. And you see Volo talking to a half bunch of people uh, just kind of around a table. 
and he's spinning a, a yarn. Uh, it seems like the place is finally doing well, uh, but there definitely seems to some serious renovations have been done to the Troll Skull Tavern. It looks like someone called Dungeons, Diners, and Dives. Oh my god. <laughs> that's kind of a, that's kind of a uh, an, a, an accurate statement to some extent. It's clearly that uh, clearly that some renovations have been done. Is it still the same owner that we can see in there? Yeah, clearly it's Volos right up here, and he's just around a table with like a, a bunch of Yalister Silver Moon Silver names. Obviously, these are just like commoners just in there drinking. You know what I mean? Sorry, all right. it's all the same guy. Okay. He does not have seventy-one hit points. I was about to say these commoners do not; these commoners are not like level He's five badass yeah, commoners. I was about to say they have like double your hit points. I'm so sorry. Dude, when you're when you're uh, in quarantine in a self social distancing, you start to work out, you get secret buff. I mean, look at what happened to Uncle Iroh in Avatar: The Last Airbender. He got buff in that in that jail in that prison prison cell. I would also like to note that it is weird that he is maintaining, like he was, you know, had an empty bar and now he's clearly playing to having a large empty bar, like having a large gathering of people or a semi-large gathering of people. Also, quick side note, your beer bottle was green screened when you brought it up that one time. What's that? The beer bottle, the label on it. Yeah, right here. There we go. You can see Kayla's face through the beer bottle because it's green. Yeah. <laughs> Messing with my green screen. Anyways, yeah, I have upgraded to green screen because I'm doing all this Zoom. Who cares? I don't know. Zoom, 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 zoom. All right, I go up to him and be like, <coughs> we should have a conversation. All right, how did, how did Volo's voice go? Uh, hello! Oh, I didn't expect you to be back. Uh, also, I want to make a statement here. Uh, so... Uh, do you understand how the bag of holding works? No, clearly I do not. Okay, so I want to I want you to roll a hist a hist uh, I guess an intelligence saving throw. Intelligence saving throw, which I have a minus one to that. Oh god. Ten minus one nine. Okay. All right, you arrive back at the bar. Uh, it takes you, again, think about it this way. To get back up to Troll Skull Alley, you would have to have, it's essentially like walking almost the length of New York City. <laughs> Welcome to Manhattan. Right, so it probably takes you like an hour to walk there. I'm no longer Lord Highlights. Correct. And we don't get any anything from that walk, any... Spell slots back, per se? No, no, no. That's not how that works. But you're back in the bar. Uh, I just wanted to establish that it was an hour. <laughs> because it'll, That's cool. It'll, this guy is beyond dead. It'll be important to what you forgot about the bag of holding, which is that it only holds 10 minutes of air. Huh. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. You didn't even read the goddamn thing. <laughs> I did it, but I knew what caused death now. So I, I thank you. You go over and you open up the bag, like, "See, we got your friend." <laughs> no, I, I say we sh we should go have a conversation, like right, elsewhere. Right. I, this has not been revealed. We'll play it as we go. But like, yeah, what was that, Megan? I can't hear you. 
So we're not going to plop the dead body out in the bar. Yeah. Well, I, do you guys God know that knows he... better to men to do that. All right. You know what I'm going to let you guys do? I'm going to let you guys all make intelligence saving throws real fast to, to recognize that interdimensional spaces are indeed spaces. <laughs> the water indeed what? So the way the bag of holding works for each person in the bag, you get 10 minutes time period of oxygen, essentially. Like it's so it's like a so you essentially just shut somebody into a casket. They have so much long on that. Uh, Megan, I, I think you probably you're probably concerned like <laughs> that he stuffed him into a bag. Do you want to try to like open the top maybe? Sure, yeah. Let's just take a little peek. Yeah, <laughs> you see his it's just a bag with his head coming out the top of the back, and he's just like oh, oh, it stinks in here, it smells like Doritos. <laughs> just push his head down a little bit, but I'll leave a little little air. You know, stick a straw in there. It would have been funnier if you had killed him, Ed, but I can't, I can't in good, I feel bad about that because that's just like, that is like a specifically D&D &D thing, but uh, still. That's fine. It would have been perfect in character for gods to be like. It would have, it's also in, I want it to mean something that's Trevor like nat 20 stopping the sniper bullet. I feel, I feel bad robbing Trevor of no, that. Yeah. Tre Trevor uh, rolled good to save him from the, the sniping. And you uh, spent a he, you spent a level. I feel bad because you spent a level three spell slot. Trevor's rolled really good to save him, and it literally is going to change the arc of the story that he's alive. So I want you guys to have it. I don't really particularly want to kill him with like dumb D and D stuff. So I'm I'm allowing it essentially. So yeah. For the record, my intelligence check was also a twenty. So I definitely know this is not how a bag of bowling works. I guess. Yeah, I mean it's an interdimensional space it's still a space with a certain amount of oxygen. So like, you know that it's like, it's like 10 deep. It's like a little hole. Like it, once you close the thing, it's like the oxygen that shuts in there is shut in there essentially. Mm. So it's literally like shutting him off in a casket essentially. Organics need to breathe. I keep forgetting that. Actually, that is true. Uh, the, the, the nimble brights do not need to breathe. So I hadn't thought about that actually. Man, you could cheat with some fucking bag of holding if you wanted to. Anyways, Jesus. Oh, yeah. All right. So you're in the bar and uh, yeah, Volo uh, is, I guess, Ed's walked up to Volo. Are you guys proceeding inside with him? Yeah, I am. I assume everybody is, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you approach uh, that. Uh, we might have to have some rolls later because everybody's coughing in the bar and stuff like that. Like all the guys are coughing all over the bar, drinking drinks and stuff. Uh, Organics. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 hello. Vola looks uh, slightly surprised to see you. Uh, hello there. How are you all doing? I promised you room and board here, didn't I? Yeah. We, we should go look at those rooms right now. Absolutely. Let's take you upstairs. We'll get you all settled away. Gentlemen, we'll come back down. We'll get around on the house. Yes! Mighty fine spirits. Perfect, Play perfect. Woot dot W-A-V. Woot, woot! And uh, Bonnie, who is definitely not meant to work in a thriving bar, <laughs> crouches and starts pouring out drinks. <laughs> oh, did you have a chance to talk to Dr. Nilo? 
Dump. We're in, we're in the other room? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, let's go up to the rims. Okay, cool, cool. Because you're trying to get out of the bar area. I'll let you have that. That's perfect. Uh, let me open up. I'm going to move you guys around on the map. Sorry, let me... I got to reveal some spaces for you. So we're going to go up to the second floor common room. Is he up at the top part of the map? Oh, yep. And Volo will come with you. And I'm just going to go ahead and make a character for Dr. Nilo. We'll get to him when we get to him, but he's essentially a character there. Okay, guys. So you guys are in the second floor common room area. You just come up the stairs and from the main hall. Uh, Y'all are kind of in the room, kind of all assembled towards Volo. Uh, what do you guys ask? Um, do we ask him questions first, or does he go out and start with the, how was uh, Dr. Nilo? No, he goes over to a dumb waiter and he starts uh, hoisting up a set of drinks. And he asks for drinks orders. What do you guys want to drink? What do you guys? Oh, what was that, Megan? Mead. Mead, it is weak or strong. They mean strong stuff. Strong. They have earned it. Uh, obviously, the Warforged don't need anything. You want a can of oil? I guess maybe some fertilizer. I'm good, thanks. Okay. Okay. They bring up. He brings up uh, two meads and a glass of some strong smelling liquor uh, that he then downs himself and then. Uh, taps the dumb waiter for another. <laughs> um, so he turns around and he's like, please tell me about your adventures. Uh, Did you right, find now the I get... Now, first of all, I get fucking Nilo out of the bag. You literally dump him on the floor. Yes. He and then I... Happy. He, he has like one HP, so I'll, I'll cast my last first level uh cure wounds on him yeah uh volo is gonna cast a cure wounds as well sweet all right so that's just a d8 plus whatever so that's a five plus my spell casting ability which spell casting what what would that be um uh it'd be your spell casting ability for uh gauze it would be uh, plus three for modifier, plus six for attack. All right, so it was plus three. Would cure using this right now be not an attack? No, it's not an attack. It's just the modifier is a plus three. It's only to the spell attack is only to hit. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, the medical field is always a war zone. So even though it's a cure, it's still not how it works. an attack. Stop, stop trying to argue. That's not like that's not how D and D works, sir. Fine. It's fine if you want to. Oh, why did my hair disappear? That's so freaky. All right, so it was the five plus the three, so he gets eight from me. Eight from you? Okay. He'll get the uh, 12 from Volo. So he's at a cool 21. Good, good, good. Damn it. All right. We're just going to go with this. That's better. Ah, that well you can see my nose is like getting longer look at that anyways <laughs> uh, anyways yeah so uh 
Oh, my friend, let's get you a drink as well. Uh, maybe some, uh, I think I have some, uh, some, uh, drow drinks on hand. I don't know what that typically pertails, but let me ask Bonnie if she's got something. And he goes to the thing and, uh, and Dr. Nilo like harumphs and says, uh, uh, thank you for saving me, uh, but maybe next time don't stick me in a goddamn bag where I'm going to suffocate. The situation got dire. It was for your own safety. It was indeed. It was indeed. <clears throat> All right. So he's getting the drinks. Tell us before you were shot in the shoulder and then the head. Uh, and he uh, he looks around and he, uh, the drink comes back up and he he downs a glass of some sort of blue Romulan ale looking drink and he just, uh, sets it aside and he says, um, "What do you want to know? Though uh, I must I must express my desire at this point to uh, be concerned about my affairs at this point. If you would not mind." Uh, it appears that someone is attempting to kill me, quite, uh, quite handily, in fact. Who kidnapped you? What happened? Did we ask this already? Indeed, I was kidnapped by a set of kinku bearing the mark of the Xanathar's Guild. And how is Volo reacting to this information? Uh, roll an insight check. <laughs> that's a two so you don't uh, know. plus six yeah. so it's eight yeah you still don't know what the fuck bolo i mean he looks like he looks like oh this is an interesting story you know what i mean still having hard deciphering things all right uh i i was uh captured by the xanathar's guild uh, they proceeded to question me. The kink whose weird speech patterns were hard to decipher, but they seemed to be questioning me on the nature of the sickness in the city as if they didn't know themselves or anything about it. And I was just, I just informed them about the nature of the, of the, of the laughing, the laughing fever, the laughing, the, the coughing fever, as it were. Laughing fever is I think what I called it. Yeah. Yeah. You call it. Yeah. So. What is causing it? Do you know what's causing this? I would just put to you that the nature of the fever and the way that it has singularly affected Waterdeep, it has to have been manufactured by a source here to have been brought to Waterdeep and then instilled into the population. Because there's no other breakout of laughing fever anywhere on the Sword Coast. Not Neverwinter, not uh, not uh, Baldur's Gate, not anywhere. And both would have been affected if this disease would have come to here because of the, le the level of lethality of the sickness indicates that it has to proceed on a plot line that's very traceable. And there is no other sickness except in this city. And by the nature of what I've heard from it before, it would have had to have left a pall of death or a new plague for it to have been this affected. Uh, unfortunately, because it's been so intense in this one location, it is going to outstrip uh, the local temple's ability to use revivify and uh, other such methodologies of curing the patients. There's not enough second level lesser, lesser restoration spells to go along with such a sickness. 
You know why people are trying to kill you? I assume it's because I attempted to tell the city council that this is man-made. So is there someone on the council that doesn't want this publicized? It's possibly that they did it themselves, or they just simply don't want people to know that they were under attack. Do you know why they would send a drow to kill you? I do not know. Drow are not welcome in Waterdeep. It's it's unbelievable to me that a drow is able to get around the city so easily. I myself walk to the market and get just unbelievable amounts of racism just to go buy fruit and veg. What about the uh, nimble rights? Have any idea where they came from? Not to my knowledge. I mean, I've heard there's a couple of different things. The, the Temple of Gond in this city is well known for producing great works of nimble rights, so they might know some something about it. But yeah, we for, have an appointment there tomorrow, as it happens. What's your opinion on the Temple of Gond? They create quite uh, unbelievable constructed marbles. Uh, they worship Gond. He's a supposedly a good god. I don't particularly fit in with the majority of my drow brothers or I would have been there. Uh, I don't worship Loth personally because she's an evil bitch and uh, yeah I would just like to find a nice life somewhere else and unfortunately I can either not be with the drow because I don't believe in Loth and I can't be with regular people because everybody's racist against drow because again of Loth. Uh, which I'm not even going to call unfairly but at this point here we are. Should we ask them about the symbol on the PPs. I guess I should give them, how many PPs do we have? Like four? Yeah, you got four. You got four. It's all that we yeah. recovered. It's about six. All right. Including the mask you found with the symbol on it. I guess I also put this out because that was part of our agreement as well. This is all that we recovered of the PPE shipment. Yeah, there must have been almost 500 masks in the original shipment, so it's clearly not all of it. So I understand you and your old compatriot here, who is serving us with refreshments very graciously, had something of a falling out that's now over. What? The... Oh, there's no need to speak of that now. Dr. Nilo and me will be fast friends. Nilo kind of turns and looks at him. And he kind of glares, but he like, he takes another glass of whatever the blue shit is that he's, that Polo's giving to him. I ask, uh, Nilo, are you curious as to why Volo hired us to, to rescue you? Volo hired me, hired you to rescue, and Volo immediately says, I didn't hire you to rescue you, I asked you to talk to him. Hmm. Why did you? <laughs> can, can I ask Volo? In no way, shape, or form did I know that Dr. Nilo was kidnapped. I, I This is news to me. He thinks he has a guilty conscience. I mean, he didn't. That's true. But he, I don't know. He's, he seems very concerned about us thinking that he did. Someone with good insight. <laughs> Yeah, I, read the room. I mean, if you guys want to do an insight, I'm allow. I'm, I will allow one more person to roll insight on Volo. Not me, because I just have plus zero. Yeah, let's say I uh, use my furball to stare deep into his eyes or whatever. Is there like a furball thing? Um. Well, we are very, very in tune with nature. And 
That's a reach. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, now that you, just, you, have, you have it plus three inside, so you're more than welcome to roll inside, is what I'm saying. Well, I am in tune with nature. I was just trying to justify it. So. It was really rough, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just personally curious. I'm I'm just curious as to, as to why Volo said that he that he was surprised we came back and not and not like I'm and not I'm surprised you came back so soon. Cast Zone of Truth. Got a 14. Yeah, Volo seems real fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> Good. So, I, I compliment him on the renovations downstairs. That happened really quickly. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. We had a uh, cash influx from a donor. A donor? Pardon me, Megan, what was that? I would like to cast Zone of Truth. Okay, do it. Um, What's the save on it? It's 12, Charisma. All right, let me pull up Volo real fast. Uh, 12, Charisma. Okay, so he's going to, he, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> I'm over here saying I'm in tune with nature, and you have a spell called Zone of Truth. Yep. Huh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he gets a he gets a twenty one, so he does pass. And the doctor Nilo is gonna roll as well. And do you want it to affect everybody else too? I think you don't get a choice. It has to affect everyone else. Fifteen foot radius. I was thinking about centering it just on like that fifteen foot. Okay. Square. Both Volo and Doctor Nilo pass, but you don't know if they pass. I don't know. Whatever they pass. I they pass or not yeah you do know yeah you know that both both the other two people outside of your party passed in this room but everybody else roll or do you want everybody else to roll on it megan it could be fun that could be fun i'm i'm already, I'm already really curious because i feel like i, I, I will say this Bolo, Bolo is a fairly high charisma character uh trevor really? trevor i guess it wasn't 14 plus three it was 14 total probably should have given you on it he seems uncomfortable. That doesn't actually mean anything. That's all I gave you. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Uh, they do. Volo does immediately know that you cast a spell, though, Megan. I know. Well. Oh, uh, that's unnecessary, ma'am. Uh, I, I, and Volo get on the great explorer. I, uh, I met I. Dined with trolls and giants and talked to gods himself, and I have I I am very trustable. You don't, don't worry. You can always assume that anything that comes out of my mouth is the honest to God truth. God's Good. truth. Good. Just like to keep it real around here. So you'll know that we're all telling the truth too. Uh they didn't pass your spell, did they? They did not, so they're all telling the truth. Oh, perfect, perfect. I'm sorry. I, I can't believe I couldn't pass the spell as well, you know. We're all such a difficulty, you know. You're such a such a quality caster. You know? Yeah. <laughs> really the best spell caster I've ever seen. Just unbelievable, so <laughs> honest to God's truth. <laughs> love with the, love what you've done with the place. What did you say? Yes, yes. I'm really glad that we somebody else was able to come in and invest in it. They really saw the quality that I brought to the table. Really? Yep. Mm. Does that what, sound what? 
But what, what was that quality that you were able to get this place renovated literally overnight? Oh, uh, it's all my storytelling, good sir. It's just like Duran down at the Yawning Portal. Uh, he runs an amazing establishment because he was an ex-adventure himself as well, and he was able to tell great tales at his establishment, and that's that's how you get the adventures in, and that's how you bring in the money. The real money is with adventures. They get all this gold on these adventures, and they're raiding these tombs and whatnot, and they come into town, um, and they have to spend it on really expensive drinks. On that note, I pull out one of the metal things that I, that I uh, perused and, and grabbed from the secret room at the place. Mm-hmm. And I say, can you give me more information on these? Uh, that's the silver bars. Or what was those? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yes, indeed, good sir. Hold on one second. I apologize. I don't have that information to hand. Friend in need. So it's it also asking if he recognizes the fire. Say casually, have you ever seen anything like this before? Uh, the, uh, okay, yeah. So, uh, so there are ten pounds silver trade bars. Oh, these are stolen silver bars. Uh, definitely worth twenty-five gold at least. I, I'm more than happy to pay you for them, sir. How do you know they're stolen? They have the trade union mark on them. You'll have to, you'll have to get them off. Uh, uh. They are stamped with a with a Luskin trademark. You guys remember the Mask of Zorro? Yes. yes. You remember when they had the bars with the stamps on them? It's essentially like a bar of silver that's been stamped. They're clearly rusted on the outside, but if you scrape off, you can see the silver. Rusted, so they've been sitting there for a bit. The quality of yeah. silver is not determined by the rust. You can easily, like it's a bar yeah. of silver, like... You just gotta fucking scrape that shit. Hmm. All right, and then I, you I have bring 15 out fifteen of them. I have fifteen of them, and how much he said he'd give me for them? Twenty-five gold. Twenty-five gold. You have not insight checked him on this. Uh, can I insight check him on I this? I will let you insight check him on him. <laughs> All right. Does that plus anything? Uh, plus six. Oh, so, so that's, a, that's 17. A 17. Yeah, uh, he's full shit. <laughs> like, uh, like clearly these are worth more than that. And I'll, I put it back. With a 17, like, you may be in the realm of double that. Um, and I'm like, I know quality of silver, sir. Look at me. And I look like go over my body. It's like, I'm better off melting this down. Well, 25 gold today is always better than 50 gold tomorrow. That's all I'm saying. That's quitter talk. (laughs) It's also rich person talk, as you can tell, as you're talking to a rich person now. (laughs) I put it back. Um... Should I show him the art? I know I have... I'm packing silver, which is good, but the art. How is he? The what? Art? Yeah, I have, uh, there's, there was art pieces there that were clearly stolen. He's not going to tell us shit about those. So buy him for 25 gold pieces. Yeah, if, he, if he's like, lowball me on these, 
Yeah. He didn't give you an unreasonable price. He gave you like the so in D&D typically like half price, middle price. It's not like he didn't like totally fucking screw you. Do you know what I mean? He just gave us the pawn shop buying price. He's it, like, exactly, I'll buy it off of you. He's like, oh, is it a family heirloom? I can do two fifty. You know, that's exactly what he did. <laughs> you can show him the art if you want to, but I don't know if that's going to give us any answers. I don't think he'll uh, give us any answers either. I'll hold on to that because I don't fully trust this guy. Why would you not trust Volo Gentharp? Um. Did he literally ask me that? No, that's exactly what he did. Uh, no, no, he didn't ask you that. Okay. Okay. Well, you didn't, um, you didn't say that you weren't talk, like trusting him. Do you know what I mean? All right. So how much did he offer me for the one bar? 25 gold. Like 25. And I have how many? 15. 15? You know what? If you got him for 50 gold, they'd be, I think it's like, I think it's like, it's almost like 12, 15 gold. Sorry, I can't do math, dudes. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's be 15 times 25, 15 times 50. So it'd be it'd be 750 gold. So we we got the PPE. Well, we got some of it. We talked to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, does he want us to get the rest of it? Like, what would we remember? You guys, no. you guys also found uh, like a marked map to like the sewers. Remember that that had like the entrance to Xanathar's lair. Oh, well, totally forgot that. Well, we're not getting 500 gold pieces for going and killing everyone in Xanathar's lair. Yeah. Right. Yeah, let's You're revisit. Kidding. What is, what are we hired for? Oh, uh, I'm sure we could just wrap the whole situation up now and uh, I could pay you for cost. I mean, you've recovered some of it and you've got Dr. Nilo, of course. So, uh, I mean, I can't pay you for all of that. I was looking for you guys to pay some of the stuff and help us recover from this. You know, it's more of a 500 gold for the whole experience, you know. Well, ho, 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 now. Well, you didn't negotiate at the time. I can't be, uh, can't be held accountable. You just got a bunch of money, buddy. I don't know what you're talking about. We look around at the bar. <laughs> you literally just told us you got Someone, a giant somebody cash Somebody came in influx. and put in, like, new cabinets today. Like, legitimately. Like, you guys left and, so, like, a fucking carpenter team came in. You know what I mean? Like, this was not subtle. This was a move, that bus situation. Yeah. Dungeons, diners, and dives. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Anyways, uh, I, I could do you... I could use you a quarter of the money right now. That would be... And payment on recovery of the rest of the PPE. And uh, as Dr. Nilo has suggested, there must be a source for this infection if you could find it. And I would pay in full. You would pay in full right now? No, not right now. That's not how right now works. I believe that's how right now works. Do you care not for Waterdeep, sir? Do you? I do indeed. I've hired you, have I not? Under what authority? Because, you know, we... I am a businessman! What authority do I have other than the local government is not holding its own? Well, And you still want us to destroy this source, right? I would like everybody to not be sick in Waterdeep. 
I mean, that's what's good for business, right? Absolutely. Everybody having a packed bar. I must admit, though, I didn't expect to have this many visitors tonight for the yes, bar. You seem to be doing quite well for yourself. Oh, I know, indeed. Thank you quite, sir. Must be all those uh, adventurous tales you mentioned. Clearly. Would you like to hear one? I'd love to. <laughs> it's about devil worship, as they say in Waterdeep. Apparently, there's a cult of devil worshippers wandering around among the rich in Waterdeep, and they are quite vivacious, as it is said. And uh, it's said that this plague is a wrought by God to come here and deliver judgment upon those devil worshippers. The temple of God is starting to sound... Uh... The gods. I don't know. I don't think a paladin would particularly do that, but anyways, my point in the matter is it doesn't make particular sense because all the rich people survive because they have a revivify. So I guess gods just hate the poor. Oh, are the rich people killing the poor to make room for more land development? Is this all for beachfront property? <laughs> That's a theory. I would not say in depth of that. That's... It would be quite infestuously crazy to suggest that the... That, that doesn't make any sense. I'd like to suggest that we get half payment now. We keep the PPE so that we can use it ourselves. We'll go investigate the sewers and take all the shit down. When we come back, we're going to get paid in full. I will give you half payment on agreement that you leave the 15 bars here. Wait, wait, wait. Why does he know I had... I never said I had 15 bars. Oh, yeah, I showed him You're one. right. You're right. You called me. You caught me. You caught me. Uh, how many bars did you collect? Just this one. Did you leave? Uh, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> <laughs> there was a fire. You know, uh, organics, fresh air. Takes him a bit. Cover and start patting the gnome on the back and like almost knock her over. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I guess, uh, hold on. I get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, uh, they immediately, uh, he looks at you and he's like, uh, I would do a court... Keep in mind, ma'am, that I would have to pay in full to each of them. It would be about uh, 2,000 gold in total. I'd be willing to pay out 500 now to all of you. That's a quarter. You haven't changed your price at all. I did I not. I said I would only pay you each a quarter, but now I'll pay a quarter to you all. Pay a quarter of us the full amount. Yeah, I get it. I <laughs> 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 I wouldn't call it the same thing. It's a group. It's a group financial investment for your adventure. Oh, oh, ow, fuck. Mm. Oh. <laughs> you okay, Jack? Ow, fuck. Oh, no, I'm drunk and I just smashed my knuckles like no one's business on the bottom of my desk. Ow. ow. Use it. Use it. Act with it. Anyways. Yes. <laughs> the pain. You like start messing with an abacus and like put his finger through it or something? Yes, yes. Oh, uh, just, uh, this is a box of matches. But anyways, <laughs> I, 
I will not. And suddenly his house is on fire. Yep. Anyways, uh, I do need to light this candle. It's cocoa powder. It's perfect. Anyways, uh, he, uh, he like moves back and forth. I'll do you. I'll do you 650. 650. Gold. Now. And I will throw in a health potion. Well over a hundred gold for each, for each of you. Uh, free, free room tonight, so we can rest and and recover from tonight. No health potions though, but one scroll of revivify. Each. No. <laughs> How about two then for the? I would pay you four scrolls of revivify for the entire experience. They are in high demand right now. It is. It is actually a, a scroll of Revivify is actually a very expensive thing. He's probably, he has, he's probably paying you well towards half payment at that point if he gives you board and a room in Revivify. I'm leaning towards taking that. The four of Revivify, what was it, 650? And do we also get a, a good night's sleep with that? And food. Uh, but again, it's 500 gold. Uh, does it make Five? a difference if two of us don't eat? Mmm, okay. Room and board <laughs> for all four, but only food for two. And and I am including the cost of these drinks. No offense. Uh, it's value take... I friended. Give me credit. <laughs> yep, okay. And in exchange, you will recover the stolen PPE. Find out who is poisoning Waterdeep, because that is the more important question than actually how it is being done. Uh, well, I, I suppose you can't find out the one without discovering the other. Also, no penalty on us if the PPE are, uh, when we go to look for them, they're already been destroyed or something. Agreed. Agreed. If the PPE has been destroyed, no fault of your own, return evidence that it has that good evidence that it has been destroyed. I want a bunch of burnt ass masks if I'm going to give you money on that. <laughs> and I will, I will return 1,500 gold in payment upon you returning evidence of that and also evidence of how the city was poisoned and who poisoned it. Can someone write this down? Because I don't think any of us is going to remember this. What's up, Megan? Yeah, he's a, he, he, I like how he's expecting us to be the detectives for for this, like people that he just invited to the city. He, he set up a task group. He's like, he's, he's uh, delegating. <laughs> Megan will know all about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So real quick, I really like your earrings, Megan. Thank you. Well, it sounds good. Uh, Somnus needs the uh, might need to go to acquire a better weapon now that he's without some of his. Not that you know he can have my dagger. I just I don't know how that compares to a typical weapon for a. Uh... Does Volo have any yeah, random like weapon? For like some sharp shit. Yeah, Volo goes over the wall and draws down two rapiers, and he's like, you can, you're welcome to these. You can take that out of his cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe I he said he them. could... I am not such yeah, a... Yeah, I would say, I believe he just gave it to us. Yes, it was free indeed. Oh, my lord. <laughs> you are such a... You have well, such a bad view of me. So. Dr. Nilo's like, uh, I must leave, unfortunately. 
And where would you go? Because people clearly want to kill you. Yes, it's, I have it's not, best for I you have, to... I have not received a, a promise of being protected tonight. I appreciate that you saved my life. I really genuinely do. I think at the, this time it's best for me to go... <sighs> the Waterdeep God probably won't protect me, though, will they? Uh, why don't you uh, share my room with me tonight? Uh, just lay low for tonight, and then think about what you want to do in the morning. I understand. I'm just picturing you guys having a pillow fight with a bag of holding. <laughs> let's seal the de- let's seal the deal in you go with a round of shots how does that sound on the house on the house perfectly high quality <laughs> even for the even for our nimble ride friends you can and do you have taste buds no it would be squirted no. on me well I'll it's get not you good two glasses practice. of water and you can throw it in your face how about that <laughs> well you also partake in the shot oh absolutely and he brings up any uh he does a, 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 a. He brings up a bottle and he brings up four glasses, um, and uh, he's gonna start pouring and passing them out. And everybody make a perception check. Because I'm because uh, I already feel like this is just sketch as fuck. It's fine. I made. I made. I gave you the option to do it. Eleven plus six, so I get seventeen. Just ten. Well, I haven't seen Trevor yet. I'm working on it. Oh, you, you know, you know, you can pull up the dice roller, right? Huh? Yeah, you don't. Uh, have, you don't have to type it. You can just, you can just pull the dice roller. Okay. Uh, yeah, he just. It appears that he just pulls out a couple of nice shots and passes them around. And two glasses of water for the Warforged. I see. Even that with my seventeen. Yeah. All right. Cool. It seems legit. Seems legit. I don't drink it. I kind of just do what he poured over my head. Okay. Solid. I just throw mine at him. Dr. Nilo kicks it back. And I do you guys kick it back? I throw mine into Volo's face. Why? Rude. No, no, no I won't do that. <laughs> but I do Rude. think about it. I do think about it. I'm just like, mm. I kind of like also throw it in Volo's face, but in like a direction where you can't tell. Oh, you kind of just <laughs> so it like, throws oh, out of yeah. your shoulder. And she just happens it to be standing next to it. Like, it like lands into Umarek's fur. It's super yeah, sticky. Like spilled all over his face, and I'm right next to Gauze, and I just kind of like get him more wet. Okay. Why do you do this? Because you don't see him do anything. You just don't trust him. Okay. Umarek, what are you doing? Um... <sighs> I'm going to blame it on me being hurt tonight. I'm in coordinator right now. <laughs> I, I just want to say, Uberk, you look at the two Warforged, they're, they're looking at you like, I, I just suppose gauze and somnus and, and like, and like, uh, Onothera is looking at you like, are you going to drink that? <laughs> he did have the tavern food when it was like, I did. covered in rat filth. I did. And he also has like, a, helped out a, a random street stomach. urchin. Yeah. Yeah, at least I like to think I do. Everybody was coughing downstairs. You both definitely have the sickness. So I need these spell slots. down with the sickness. Volo's looking directly at you, Umarik. What do you say? Volo's looking directly at you, wondering why you're waiting. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to drink it then. Okay, you drink it. Oh boy. Peer pressure. 
Okay, you drank it down. And Bolo immediately starts eating And, uh, and he, like, he sends cackling. you up to your guys' rooms. You can go down to the bar tonight, do anything, but you now you're going to have a long rest. Um, I... And which you will recover HP and spell slots. And um, the doctor is staying with us, correct? He's staying in your room, Goss. Alright. Uh, once, like, Volo leaves or whatever, I want to pull everyone aside with Dr. Nilo and look at the map. Okay. That's what I want you guys to do. Is that cool with, with you guys? Because yeah, like, you- I want to talk to the doctor about the sewer maps and get his insights or whatever, but I don't trust Volo. I don't Trust the doctor more because he was kidnapped. But I don't really trust Volo because he's a businessman. Yeah, I don't. I don't trust him because I don't trust him because he said I didn't expect you to come back, and that just sounds suspect. Uh, so you guys will have to share bedrooms at some point, but uh, it's possible that you might have three and two. But I think you got a spare room, anyways. But you can all go up to the third floor bedroom and talk. So. Bit of indigestion, but otherwise okay. Good. You did amazing, wizard man. Oh, uh, well, you know, I uh, book learning has to pay off sometime, I guess. So. And then I, I say to uh, Somnus, you could do better. <laughs> you know what? Onathera, you're very proficient. Why, thank you. Did you want to take a look at that map? Yes, doctor, come over here. I just know what help I'm going to be at looking at a map of the freaking Xanathar. I think I have some proficiency in looking at maps. Yeah, go ahead. What? What would that role be? Uh, so it was, I believe it's survival for tracking kind of deal. And I'm moving you guys over there so you can kind of see a map of the city. Fifteen, perfect. All right, you guys are in Troll Skull Alley right here. You can tell that there is a marker and that the the map is has like a yellow ley lines going through it, and it appears to be an underlying sewer system of the city, and it appears to have directions pointing in the sewer system and marks at intervals, and it seems to be leading towards a core underground layer. And it seems to appear that the marks are leading you towards one spot in the city outside of that. A mark outside of the city? So let's say this. Uh, under the market square, there seems to be some sort of like void. And you don't know what the sign is. It just like seems to be like some sort of like yellow dot leading to like some sort of large structure underneath the city. Uh, given its history... Uh, you know that there's the Underdark is like really close under the city. And so like like the Yawning Portal, which is a very famous bar in Waterdeep, 
like there's it's literally a hole in the middle of the bar that goes to the underdeep and monsters will literally just come out of it sometimes but it's not a big deal because the bar is populated by level 20 adventurers and they just fucking kill shit so it's like where people go it's like it's essentially like a tgi fridays it's like people go there but for level 20 exactly adventures you go there to get that sense of a dive bar feel but you don't really like have any risks there like you go to watch mordekainen like fucking kill a fucking troll every once in a while so is it like tgi fridays and do like common folk take their kids there and like pretend to be in danger yeah. and then just have these guys just yeah, and then and then essentially like these adventurers who are like minor gods are like Thunderbolt. So it's like medieval times the 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 restaurant. It's probably the best version of medieval times. Yes. <laughs> cool, because medieval medieval times is not that great. I I love medieval times. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, medieval times, baby. Well, it depends oh on which goodness. medieval times you go to. By the way, did I tell you guys I actually went to Doc. Like I went to like, have you guys seen the Tiger King documentary? No, it's on my list. I haven't yeah, yet. I've been to Doc Antle's like place in Myrtle Beach. Oh, it's crazy. It's fucked. <laughs> like I, don't, I went there as like a kid though, so like I don't remember much, but like fuck trauma. I didn't it know it was that. like a tiger cult. What do you want from me? I mean, tiger cults sound cool. No, they're not. In fiction. <laughs> in, fiction. in theory, a in tiger cult. In theory, this is like a sex tiger cult. Let's not call it cool. Anyways, the point is like you see that there's something underneath the north ward where there's like a it's like marked on the map. So like there's this uh, this huge kind of let me actually just draw it real fast. How about this? And the lines are yellow. You can tell that there's like kind of these yellow lines coming in here leading to this location down the individual streets it seems to be sewer lines and uh it all kind of leads towards this one area in the city but you can see that there's this area circled near the sword maiden and it seems to be that the lines are like converging in that point and so there's like arrows and stuff so like the map seems to be a map of the underlying sewers of the city and it in a different color, the sewer lines are circled under the sword maiden. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To the sewer front where we're gathering is in the market in that dive bar. Where it's the sword maiden. So you don't you think that there's like some sort of structure underneath the market? It doesn't appear to be. The map is clearly a map to whatever the hell's underneath the sword maiden. Or at least whoever wrote the map was intending to lead the person there. Right. So, I mean, surely there, does it say where, oh, there's a square. Um, like where we can get into the sewers. It's not going to be like super populated with all 20 players. Can we ask the, the doctor, like, who's in that area like I, I I'll, I'll probably do this before you guys ask this you guys have seen like street hubcaps all along the way you know what i mean like like it's not it's not difficult to get in the sewers you just gotta go outside like outside of the bar there's like a sewer cap like it's a pretty advanced city you gotta think you gotta think of Waterdeep as more like you know like medieval new york essentially sometimes 
uh, it's it's definitely like got people have like magically done constructions. There are towers in the middle of the city that are just all metal, which is just like insane. Like they just somebody has clearly used magic to raise towers, and they're like floating shit places. It's it's a cr- I, sorry, I haven't really done like good context in the city and I haven't been able to use pictures because I haven't figured out how to do like a really good PowerPoint on stream without messing up the zoom. So I apologize. You, typically I do a PowerPoint as well. So there's like a, I can have pictures from the actual water deep cap stuff. I'll send you guys these pictures later just to give you context and stuff. But I apologize. There's like, there's huge statues in the city, typically in water deep history. Also, you might've learned this from the Enchiridion that I sent you. Like there are statues in the city that are like the Colossus of Rhodes that the magicians can just animate if the city's under threat and so like five giant fucking metal stone dudes just like come out of the city and punch shit like that's yeah yeah i am really intrigued with the notion of you being in a full suit giving a DD powerpoint presentation <laughs> i've done it <laughs> i like this is this is dressed down for a stream for me I, if i'm streaming i want to put on a suit i'm a suit person guys as i've gotten older and fatter i want to wear a suit okay <laughs> like <it's, laughs> that said i lost a lot of weight you, this this doesn't look good right here too because i'm a little bit bloated from beer for drinking on the stream but uh I, i've like lost wheat during like fucking covid and i don't know why that's freaking me out because <laughs> we're all dying slowly <laughs> i mean it's it's a factual you statement you can hear katie in the background she just screamed you're the only one you smug son of a bitch <laughs> oh my god i love katie i'm gonna ask her for another beer can i have another beer <laughs> you're the best i love you oh my goodness i owe you everything later yeah. She's gonna hold you to that. I know it's gonna be back rub city. Anyways, all right. So we can get from <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. That's a problem, and then we'll just kind of follow the map to get to where we need to go. Yeah. All right. So yeah, ask the doctor like, what's the area like at that on surface level? Who lives around there? Are there any like gangs that that frequent that area? The Who's fuck that I know. Live? He lives here. No, I don't live in a fuck. I work in a fucking hospital. What the fuck? I don't Hospital go into in the city. Have you ever been to the sewer of your city? <laughs> I don't have a city. This is for you too, because it's important to stay. He has a point. Day. If he's a doctor, he probably doesn't get out much. Such a beautiful, wonderful person. I know. Baby. I love you. All right. What was that, Megan? I'm so sorry. I was drinking. I said, if you, you're right. If he's a doctor, he probably doesn't get out much. Sorry. Party foul, guys. <laughs> Did you spill it already? No, it just fizzed. Whatever. Come on. Oh. <laughs> okay. Please continue, Megan. That, that, that's it. Moment's gone. Okay. I'm so sorry. Anyways, that's a- Dr. Nilo is, is more along the lines. Just to let you guys in on this, he's like clearly like a doctor who has worked in kind of the city. He's not going to have any particular information. He doesn't know why the Xanathar's Guild arrest or like tried to take him. And he has no idea why there are other drow in the city because he will literally say to you, he's like, I've never seen another drow in Waterdeep ever. Interesting. What are you going to do tomorrow? Do you have like a safety plan? No, I don't. And I'm trying to figure out why the fuck anyone wants to kill me other than the fact that I'm trying to tell them uh, I'm going to shut the fuck up 
or try to find the person that's killing me or attempting to kill me and say, hey, I won't say anything. Please don't kill me. Tell us everything that you know. I think that's probably pretty dangerous at this point. Uh, though you guys did save my life, if you're willing to protect me, I'm, I, I definitely will help. We put you up for the night, didn't we? I agree with that. I will stay with you. Giant metal protector man, I, I appreciate your protection. But I, I, I'm just going to say this to you. Uh, it's clear to me that somebody has come from an, around the Queen of Lost Area and the Drow and the Underdark and have brought the sickness here. I think the bigger point to me is that my experience with this sickness is how quick it kills is that somebody would have had to have infected something and then cared for something to travel, keep it, have it travel as far enough to keep it, to have it infect somebody else. The virus is dead after three hours of an un, of, of a unalive person and it can kill in a number of days. And the underdock where you would have to travel would be, it would take several weeks to travel from there to here. There's no way that half the Underdark wouldn't be dead if the sickness was in Waterdeep. The point being made is that somebody had to have infected something and kept it in stasis and brought it here and then proceeded to reinfect the city somehow. But even in that case, the rate of death when the city first came and, uh, I guess, and did social distancing. Social distancing should have taken care of the problem because the rate of death is so quick that it can't reinfect. As such, there must be a secondary source inside the city that is infecting people. Now, does it affect everyone or does it sec uh, affect a certain group of uh, beings more in particular than the other? It doesn't seem highly effective against gnomes. But uh, other than that... What about children? Uh, I, I would suggest that probably it mostly affects people over the age of... Uh, manhood or womanhood in that case which is what again i'm not, not i'm not gonna fucking define the legal sex age for Waterdeep, guys <laughs> like i don't know what you want me to say i'm not gonna if the doctor like, said like it it's medieval times so i'm sure it's like 12 what? or 14 but i don't want to fucking say that okay <laughs> like, so just oh, say, I, well, I thought i thought you were gonna be like over 40 or something sure honestly. i don't know no I, I i guess that's a that's a covid thing i'm 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 saying this would probably affect 20 year olds pretty significantly which COVID probably also does too. <laughs> you can correct right. me if I'm wrong, uh, Megan. It's totally cool. No, you're good. I think I, I think I'm right on that, right? It doesn't affect twenty year olds. Oh, it does affect twenty year olds. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's just it's more has to do with like underlying health conditions. So like if you have asthma or other stuff, it's probably. Well, there is a fairly healthy twenty year old in the ICU right now. Same with here. I'm not okay with it. <laughs> I was at the School of Engineering all day today at the hospital, and I was, like, not happy about it. So, anyways. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, so that's a lot of information he's given you about it. Uh, I kind of want to hear you guys try to parse together what's happened so far. Uh, I'm going to say this. I have been very careful about who and what was where, and uh, I think the story bears itself... You can make, and uh, you don't have all the clues and information to probably solve it at this point, but I would like to hear some synopsis or injecture about what's happening. Conjecture, sorry. Right, injecture, well, that's not a word. I know the rich people are behind it. Probably, maybe. He mentioned a, a demon cult. Uh, 
They they mentioned that this is definitely a Volo mentioned a demon cult. Volo mentioned demon cult. That's true. That, that was just Volo. Temple of Gone is sounding more and more important. Or it's a scapegoat for the nobles. They got name dropped a couple of times, so there's definitely some information there. Then we got to go into the sewers, which is probably where they're keeping the infected thing. Probably putting in either water or, or food, maybe. Well, there were those water barrels earlier. We, I don't think we investigated. Never. But uh, with the mark of Xanathar being all around the place, I think we had been assuming that they were the ones that stole the protective gear, but from what the doctor said, the Keku were trying to find out like what was going on too. And they are typically creatures of the Underdark, right? That would be Xanathar, probably. Did someone kidnap someone from the Underdark to bring them here and affect everyone? And they're trying to get their holy leader back, maybe? Just spitballing in adventure terms and scenarios there. Okay, I think that you guys are going to settle in for the night. We're going to talk about your long rest real fast after the break. It's 9 o'clock now, so we're going to go ahead and settle in. We're going to go ahead and come back in a couple minutes. We're going to allow everybody to pee, including me. And maybe also make some coffee so I can be a a more sober DM. I appreciate that. Thank you guys for bearing with me. Uh, Yeah, uh, I want to hear some more theories about why this, what's happening right now. That said, we're not moving as quickly through this content as I thought we would. So let's go ahead and move on to what you guys are going to do the next day when we come back. Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And we will see you, the viewer, in just a bit. So go ahead and share, like, and subscribe and get into this content. We're live streaming. We're going to keep going to, uh, probably till about 10 o'clock tonight. Uh, come step back in in just a minute and uh, we'll continue on. Uh, thank you for listening. Hello and welcome back to the Pen and Paper Pod. We are back, gentlemen. We are in the Troll Skull Alley as you guys take a long rest. Uh, I want you all to tell me a little bit of what you guys do uh, chilling out in the Troll Skull tonight. Oh, I go to my room and I pretty much tune myself, get myself all prepped for tomorrow. Um, and then I just go into rest mode. I'm not really socializing. And and also, I'm going to make this note right now. Cool thing about... about um, Whatever we were, that that new word that's not Warforged. Uh, but when Nibble we sleep, right. Nibble right. Nibble right. when we sleep, we can still see and hear things. Okay. So I want to know if anyone comes into my room at night. All Same. right. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, Onothera, what do you do that night? You're sharing a room currently with the other... Uh, you can either share a room... Uh, well, I don't know why the girl would share a room. That's actually really weird that I put it that way. Uh, I mean, if you uh, Let's actually sort rooms. this. Let's just sort this. Uh, Somnus, Onothera, and Umaric, you got two rooms between the three of you. How do you sort rooming? Why am I not involved in this? Because you <laughs> went upstairs with Dr. Nilo. You guys got two to a room already. I'd like to take the opportunity to introduce myself to Somnus's hawk. 
Okay. Oh yeah, it's back. It's it's here. It's just chilling. Has that been here the whole time? Yeah. It comes and goes. Yeah. It, now, now, now that we're no longer fighting, he, it's just it, not going he's crazy. He's not a druid. He does not have. Con- I like just for in character yeah, purposes, like, he does not have control over that hawk. It's just yeah. Like I, 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 I've, I've said, it, I've said it before. It just comes and goes as it pleases. It just follows. I me. assume it laid eggs at some point on his shoulder. <laughs> I wouldn't be too shocked, honestly. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, Umaric and on, and Somnus are in a room, and Onathera has the spare room. I'll take the smallest room. You are small. There we go. Uh, yeah. What do you? What do? Humeric and and Somnus. What the fuck is that room like? I mean, I'm like just I'm I'm just sitting in my corner, just like just, mo- just motionless and taking taking my rest. So, so like I, I can I can totally perceive him like perceive him talk, talking to my hawk, but I'm just like letting it happen as I take my rest. All right. Um, introducing myself and uh, assuming that all the stories that I'm telling the hawk are about my, uh, my studies and my my, uh, my my angsty furbolg misfit youth are fascinating to it and since I cannot understand anything that it says back to me um, assume that it's occasional squawks are uh, basically exclamations of how interesting tell me more um i'd also think it'd be a good time to cast alarm as a ritual on the door yeah go ahead um it's just up it's fine it's just 10 minutes meanwhile i can hear him like through this paper thin wall like talking to the bird his tales of yore i know he's been drinking tonight (laughs) so i get a big tall glass of water because I know he's used to setting shit on fire. <laughs> one glass of water will protect me from pyromancy. If I huh. can get one little foot of leeway to run out of there, I will take it. Oh yeah, I need to designate in casting that ritual, which I guess I'm still doing because it takes a while, that uh, none of my friends are going to trigger the alarm. Hawk included. All right. Okay, that's easy enough to do, and I think you guys are squared away. Uh, yeah, moving on to, I guess you guys go ahead and go to sleep for the night. Uh, Does anything happen? Edwin, as overnight, you see Doctor Nyla sleeping tightly. Uh, you hear in the distance the Waterdeep bells strike at midnight, and all of a sudden you hear see Dr. Somnus sit up, bolt upright, and he coughs. And then he falls back into the covers. Um, the, the doctor? The doctor did? Dr. Nyla. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I scan him. Like, what? Like, is he dead? Is he, like, convulsing? He's like, dead. And I get all my, my things back, right? Um... I'm gonna say no because it's only been a couple of hours. You have a scroll of revivify you can use upon him. I'll use the scroll of revivify. All right. Oh boy. God, we're keeping this motherfucker alive. Okay. Yeah, he pops up. Oh, 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 and he rolls out of bed. He's like, seriously, I can't take it anymore. Just let me die. Oh has Jesus! This, has this happened to you before? You you saved me the last time. Oh. Well. 
Well, that was to my own doing, honestly. This was your doing too. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about bringing you back. Yes. Why do you want to die? I don't want to die. I just don't. I'm tired of being brought back to life and having to die again. Well, then you should take better care of yourself. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't have genitalia. I swear to God, you fucking metal man. I will fucking, I don't know, fucking melt you down into cock rings. I don't. Mm. <laughs> All right, chill. I'll leave, I'll leave you die then. You're you're dead now. Uh, and he just lays against the bed and he like sits there all night just like kind of he throws up a little bit and lay, sits down against the bed with his back to it just like with his hand against his hand not even aware of why the fuck he died in the first place probably that shot or that drink I mean or the disease alright so he goes back to sleep I guess I go back to sleep because I need my spell slots I need my spell slots. Technically, you don't sleep, but yes. Uh, yes, you do recover your spell slots, and it is the next day. All right, in the morning, I go, I ask him, so are you calm now? Can you tell me why you died? I why would I know why I died? I don't know. You tell me. Fuck you. Again, no genitalia. I, what the fuck is it's an expression that suggests that I am upset with you. You can understand that via context. There's no necessity to genitalia. If you are upset with me, why would you ask to fornicate with me? I thought that was that was a expression of he's, attraction. He storms, and... he storms out. He's just done. Okay. Okay. And he's going to go downstairs and leave unless you go to stop him. Um, yeah, I'll go to stop him and ask him, like, what is his plan? I don't have a plan. I just want to be away from you, asshole. Okay. Enjoy your short life. He leaves the bar. All right. I wasted a score verify. Whatever, asshole. Me or him? Does it matter? Okie dokie. Insult your DM, why don't you? Do it all the time. Okay. Hey man, if you kill me, you lose my charisma and and chatter. So that's on you. Is it charisma? Is that what we're going to describe what you do as? <laughs> I'm adorable. Okay, moving on. Uh, I guess you guys. I put wake, the ass in class, sir. You guys, yeah. Uh, you guys wake up the next morning, uh, and Volus downstairs. It appears that all the patrons from the previous night are hungover in the bar, and he and Bonnie is making a massive pot of eggs and uh, a shitload of bacon and a frying pan over the the stove of the fire. So they got eggs and bacon, and there's some sort of like gruel slop, like some leftover peas pottage. Uh, and she's throwing it onto slices of like toasted bread. It actually looks quite delicious. Like she's got some good ass ingredients here for this this time. I'll go for some eggs and bacon. Okay, yeah, yeah. you got some eggs and bacon. Uh, so everyone's meeting downstairs, uh, and you come downstairs, and Gauze is not with Doctor Nilo, and he is coming down. He's cranking his way down there. Where's the doctor? Gauze. Oh. Uh, he died in the middle of the night. I brought him back. 
he got mad and he left. He doesn't want to live anymore, so I can't force him to live. He killed himself? No, but with his track record, he'll be dead in a matter of, of hours, for sure. And we're okay with this. I mean, it's his choice. If one does not want to live, there's only so much one can do. Uh, I, I guess if he wants to leave, whatever. Made me waste my scroll. I grumble. Scroll on him? Then he, he ran away? What? You used a scroll on him and then he ran away? Yeah, he really does not want to live. He was mad. I mean, you're totally, you could have physically stopped him. It's not like he'd like. But I mean, he didn't want to stay. We offered to, to help him. He, he, you he could have tried to him. convince him. I mean, we were. I don't think Gaz is one for that. I, I'm just saying, I love you. I, I, you did not make, like, I love you. You're being cute sometimes, but you're also like, not making arguments as to why he should stay. And so the characters are responding to that. I, I, I'm happy for you to be cute and do things, but I do also want you as a character to like express why he should physically stay. Because if you don't do that, I'm not going to trigger you to roll a persuasion. Very fair. I agree with the squeaky metal man. It is his right whether he wants to live or die. I'm just saying it's also his right to leave. <laughs> we were gonna and he, like he did both. Either way, I'm cool if he wants to go protect himself somewhere. Well, we do have a map. Yep. We have a map and we have a plan. And a plan. Do we, do we head out? Okay. Well, or what are we going to do when we head out? Like, where are we going to go? What's I'm not leaving without breakfast. I just want to put that in there. That too. The Furbolg has a shitload Ron Swanson-sized bacon and eggs breakfast. All the bacon and eggs they have. He literally just like takes the pot. It's like it's just like in his fur. I'm just joking. I don't know. You can tell me what you want to do. Care? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I might be a vegetarian, but definitely lots of it. Whatever. Oh, that's actually. I hadn't thought about that. I don't. I I don't play furbolgs. I'm sorry. You you got to tell me what this character's like a little bit. Oh, well, I haven't thought about it before. Now yeah. I believe in like balance, so I'm not sure that that automatically makes me. A Somebody like tosses but, you an undressed. I want to say I'm not yeah. like all about the meat. Yeah. Either. Somebody tosses you like a head of lettuce. It's like undressed. They're just like chew on this head of lettuce, like an apple. <laughs> it's gross. Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, Somnus and, uh, and, uh, uh, so you guys were, there's two things that happening today. You said three o'clock, you go to the Temple of Gond. Do you want to explore the sewers first? Yep. I, I would so say, too. yeah, because do you really want to go to the Temple of Gond? You would have to remake your, uh. Yeah, we're not doing that, clearly, because <laughs> I can't pull that shit off again. <laughs> All right, you guys can go directly outside the door using the map as a guideline. Hold on, but um, did you? Uh, I I ask uh, uh, Peter Somnus, right? Yeah. Uh, if we want to wear cloaks to try and disguise ourselves, because apparently we kind of stick out a little bit. You do indeed. War. I will say this: nibble rights do stick out. In terms of that, it's almost like disadvantage to like dis not deception, but like, like let's say you're deceptioning by like hiding in a crowd. 
you're unless you disguise yourself, you're gonna have disadvantage to that essentially. Metal men oh. are seen around Waterdeep, but they're still interesting enough that it's like you notice it, right? Is there a possibility for us to get like cloaks somewhere? So I want to say this too. Uh, the th the nice thing about Waterdeep too is that oh my god, my green screen's freaking out. Anyways, chill green screen. You got it. Okay, it didn't work. Anyways. Low rumble of thunder outside my oh, window. Oh, man. I'm. It's like my invisibility spell broke. Uh, anyways. Uh, it was working fine a minute ago. I don't know what fucking lighting changed in my room. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah. So, essentially, what I wanted to go back on is just say here that... Uh, you guys can find anything in Waterdeep with the right amount of survival trait to find it. So if you roll, if you want to find something, like let's say you guys have, like Volo last night gave you 500 gold coins. If you want to go find a shop to sell the bars at, you can. And then if you have a specific item or magical item you want to find, because this is this is Waterdeep, so if it's in the like the like the game book. Of any, if it's any extended thing that's actually in universe for Faerun and Dungeons and Dragons, you can find that item in Waterdeep because it's just where it is. You just need the right amount of searching, and it might be more expensive or less expensive depending upon your item tracking and stuff like that. So, is there anything that you guys want to try to buy with five hundred gold coins? Now, do you guys want any better equipment? I mean, me myself, uh, I rely on my my magics, so like I don't. I could get like better defensive equipment. I'm currently just like a chainmail and crossbow and stuff, but I don't know. Six arrows, I could deal with having more. I would like a cloak so we're not just sticking out. Yeah, sticking out. They have like an outlet or the just the market area, right? Yeah. We can these little shops. Keep in mind that. Uh, uncommon common spells versus uncommon spells. So, like for instance, like anything second to third level spell scrolls would be 101 gold to 500 gold. So it might be that like a extra skull of revivify might be 500 gold. Uh, I. What about some first level scrolls? Uh, yeah, first level scrolls would be 50 to 100 gold. Or for instance, something like like a like a healing potion. Though I, I will say, because there's a pandemic on healing potions, revivify, lesser restoration, anything to do with healing is going to be the upper ended price, obviously. So, for instance, like a healing scroll, the max capacity might be so it might be like 125 gold for a healing potion, which normally it's like 50. But that's not that's not they're not cheating you. It's supply. You can look at this later next time if you guys want to do that. Is there anything specifically off mind that you guys want to track down now that we could do? Because I don't particularly, I'm not particularly interested in in doing a whole shopping spree. You know what I mean? No montage sequence. I mean, uh, I would like to do this almost in your mind, and you might have an opportunity to next week. I did say if there's any magic items that you were interested in to let us know. I predict uh, getting into a lot of fighting in this upcoming sewer thing. Can we just like? buy some arrows we don't even have to go through the whole rigmarole shop no no no. yeah it's not you got arrows you're good 
that's very uh, cheap and you guys have the money for that very much so do you want to want a disguise cloak do you want to try to sell your bars and the paintings um i wouldn't wouldn't know really where to pawn them off yeah you guys can do a survival check to try to find a proper pawn shop survival is plus six so sure i'll i'll roll that yeah, survival check that than me 15 plus six so i get a 21. Yeah, you find a pawn shop, you're able to sell it. They're going to give you 70, they're going to give you uh, 50 gold per bar, which seems about market value based on Volo. Fine, 50 gold per bar. <laughs> if you want to try to talk uh, them up, you can try to do a persuasion check. Persuasion? But how, why are you, again, you can't just roll persuasion. Ed, you gotta fucking tell me how are you gonna sell these rusted silver bars to them and make them pay more than market value for the fucking bar? Alright. To try and persuade him to get give me a bit more. I'll say. Fuck. I don't know. I'm terrible at this. Yeah. Not disagreeing. <laughs> this is why I don't do this that much. This is why I pay what is given to me and go on with my day. I don't have time to haggle. This is why you need more practice. Yeah, it's fine. Did you, did you, did you hear me try to like talk to those nobles earlier? It's like, yeah. All right. These bars uh, were smelted from the bones and, and structures of my family. These, these nobles totally, you know, ransacked us, destroyed them, and then burned them down to make all this the silver. And I rectified them. And while I can't do anything, I would really like the money to go. I've never, I've never really said somebody crit failed in a campaign without actually rolling, but I feel like I have <laughs> to essentially here just to set the standard that that was some weak shit. <laughs> like, can we just all agree that was weak? Anyone want to come to Ed's defense there? I think I was creative there. You want to, Ed, uh, Trevor? You said you're family and you're a metal man. I'm taking it. These people don't know that much. Okay. I don't know that much. Uh, all right. What did you, what did you roll? I had 15 total. Uh, no, it was 15 plus my, uh, that was persuasion. Yeah. Four. So that's 19. God fucking damn it. Okay. Uh, he'll give you 65 a bar. Take it. Okay. 65. This is the best I'm going to get. 15. He gives you 975 gold. Goodness gracious. Do you want to try to pawn the paintings? Uh, I'll hold on to those for now. Okay. But you guys now with the 500, now you have like uh, essentially 1,500. Uh, well, uh, you essentially have 1,475 uh, gold. 1,475 gold is what you have. Just make sure to mark that down in your party and sit, keep track. And if anyone has magic items they're interested in, you now definitely have the money to buy something. How much do we have for gold? 1,475. Yes, thank you. Say, so, before we go underground yep. into this... Yep. I'm getting a little Does feedback it... now. Is everyone okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh... 
before we go underground into this sewer, would anyone like to uh, share if they have a uh, a spell that creates light or not? Or like a torch? I, I think I might. I see like really well in the dark, so no, I don't. Well, that's, that's good for you. Um, yeah. Yeah, Preston, uh, can we see light. in low light? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't think it's in your abilities. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think Warforged have dark vision. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. I don't think so. I but can I light something, but I still need a. I still need a source uh, for my cantrip. So. Like, 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 like flint or something. You guys, all of you have torches. Torch. Yeah, all of y'all yeah. have torches. I was about to say, a lot of you took adventurers' yeah. packs. Oh, okay. so I expect you have torches or something. Okay. Yeah, I think we do. All right, so we got torches. Uh, do you guys have enough food in case we're down there for a prolonged period of time? I have some food in my adventures kit that I don't need. Uh, I have one day of rations, so that's two with yours, I'm, I'm betting. I also have rations in mine. But you got to feed your bird. So as long as we're not down there for the more than two feet. days. So. Underground? That's true. There's like rats. There's rats. Down there. Yeah. Hey man, if we get caved and get okay. stuck underground, are y'all gonna eat? You're this? the ones who need to eat. I, if y'all want to, okay, okay. Oh, are y'all eating the sewer rats? Straight answer. I don't need to. Nope. You can always season them. Uh, okay. That's how you get diseases, Trevor. We're hunting a deadly disease in the sewer, and you've eaten sewer rats. Uh, I'm just like, this party is does not want to live. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, y'all don't want to live. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> like, we're doing a, we're doing a pandemic campaign, and people are eating sewer rats. I don't. What the fuck? Is your deal? Don't say people. <laughs> we're Trevor having a, is. We're having a dance with death. Who? I thought you might be vegetarian, and you're like gung ho on eating sewer rats. I'm just saying if we have to, I can season them. That's all I'm saying. All right. Here's what I want you to do. Uh, I think somebody needs to do a survival check. And I think Anathera is going to lead the way with a survival check. Uh, Gauze, do you want to help her? Because you have a pretty good survival as well. Yes, I have a plus six survival. I will help her. Okay. What are we looking for? Why are we rolling survival? You're rolling survival to to decipher the map and try to find the location that it leads to. Do you want to go to the main structure or do you want to try to go to the circled structure? The circled structure. Okay. Right. Yeah. You want to go to the circled structure? Yeah. I mean, that seems to be the goal. Yeah. Unless you guys want to go to the Temple of Gon first or somewhere else. I think we established we're not going to the Temple of Gon. Well, not to keep our appointment anyway. Which means he's probably want to go without me because I would stick out and they'd know and they'd know me. Same. Yeah. Except they don't know me. They would know to expect me you, at least. You are a nimble right, which they specialize in. All right. Uh Megan, you roll a twenty-three? Fuck me. Okay. All right. Yeah, you have no problem. Uh you're able to go and peel up a sewer hatch and lead everyone down there. Uh that said, I do need you and uh Umaric to roll a constitution saving throw as you jump down into a sewer. You're fine. You're fine too. Both of you Heck yeah. do really well and you're good to go. Both of them rolled 20 and 9 and like Rever uh, 
fucking Onathera rolled a nat 20 and Trevor rolled a 19 plus one. So they're both very good. Okay. Y'all find your way in your sewer. You follow the line and you're moving along the path. Uh, you can see in the distance that there's a, uh, a sewer hub where you think about the, the uh, breaches. You should see it now in roll 20. Uh, the sewer hub is definitely like some sort of like hub gangway. And on it, you see the sign of the yellow sign of Xanathar. Oh, lovely. Do you hear anything? It's kind of uh, mussed over by the flow of water. Uh, clearly there's like, uh, there's like a flow of like water moving through the space. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's clearly like, uh, sorry, I'm trying to explain like there's, there's running water in the sewer. Yeah, it's difficult to hear anything. Okay. You can roll perception if you like, though. Sure. Or actually, let's go by... I'd probably rather go by passive perception. Uh, which the highest would be Gauze at 16. Uh, Gauze, you can see the Xanathar's sign. Uh, and you can hear like a, like a, like a bird chirping in the distance. I hear a bird chirping in the distance. Like a raven. <laughs> like a raven. <laughs> like one of those big ones that we fought before, or like a little one? I just hear a raven. I can't determine its size. <laughs> but there's clearly people down here, because I don't think a raven will be caught down here by accident. Great. Are we going to go towards it? Do we want to... Do we bust in there, like just running towards it, or do we like sneakily? Well, we, well, we definitely don't bust in there. See what we can see. I mean, um, who's in tune of nature? Can they can they figure out what's going on? I can cast detect magic, but um, what? I, I think that'd be kind of a waste. I will just assume there's magic around here. Yeah. Um. Where, what direction is the, the, the cry coming from? Uh, towards the hub. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's where we're going anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we press on. I don't... Uh, Can we just, like, sneakily, quietly all right what we're gonna do is we're, we're to gonna do we're, so here's what's gonna happen everybody's gonna roll me a stealth roll and we're yeah. gonna average the rolls so all four of you roll a stealth roll, and i'm gonna pee hold on real okay. quick Got a 15 uh, is this all like like to the side and then look water should should the big like metal people like try and like sneak in through the water and do like a sneak attack that way, maybe. I rolled a four. Well, maybe you should go underwater and be more sneaky than you're being right now. I go in the water and splash around. Four. Now you guys have to question 
Was that too fast for him to wash his hands? Uh, anyways, <laughs> let's see what the rolls are. 14, 15, 14, and 4. 4. Oh, my fucking Because, you know. That's hilarious. Because, as we've established, Gauz gives no shits. I mean, yeah, that does kind of line up in character. You just walk in, you're like, hey, what's up? How's it going? I need to sanitize this town. Because why? Sickness. All right, your average is 12. And you're able to sneak up uh, to the intersection relatively quietly. Uh, yeah, and uh, the main sewer tunnel expands into a circular hub with a pair of arrow slits carved into the outer walls directly across from each other. Two passages continue on to the north and south. A, so a stone door is set into the back wall of the stone ledge to the west. So let me just pull this out. Kind of see a stone door right here. What's in the center of the hub? It's kind okay. of like a column, like a like a support column. Mm, okay. And then you see an arrow slit kind of built in here. Oh, by arrow slit you mean like a slit in the wall that an arrow could fit in? Yeah, like it's it's very directly like the cross section thing you typically see in arrow slits in castles. Uh, gotcha. Okay, I, I, I know what you mean. I have not been. Into a castle before. You have, yes. You know those narrow little yeah, windows that you, you'll see. You've seen them in Waterdeep, you know? This is medieval. You've seen... This is not... Yeah. Right, so do we want to go venture towards that door? I'm going to push you guys for an answer just so we move along. Answer to what? I want you to push it. Do you move towards the door or what do you want to do? Um, I mean, submerging himself. How deep is the water? Uh, it's like, it's like two feet deep. So it's kind of like up to your knees. Oh, so that is nothing. And it's, it's, I just want to make this clear. It is excrement. It is well, I'm a robot. Yeah, you guys are fine, but it is like pee, excrement, rats, and like wow. river snakes and shit. So it is not great. You know what I mean? Sounds gross. All right, do we want to go towards that door? <laughs> I say why not? I'm like three feet tall. I'm like fucking in it. Yeah, I, I just want to say you probably, you and Umaric both had to not, like, probably had to make saves not to vomit that I assume both of you at some point failed. Yeah. <laughs> you, sure. You're not feeling great, especially you, Anathera. I assumed you'd ask somebody to pick you up even at some point because it's not great. Are we wadding through this already? Yes, what? we're yeah, in it. Yeah, you're in it. You jumped down the sewer at the beginning. And it's two feet of sewage. It's it's a fucking medieval New York City level of sewage. Onotheria, do you want to be carried like a shit-covered princess right now? I would assume more mannequin, like more like puppet. I mean, it depends on your pride, Onothera. Like, I would just like put my arm out and she can like sit on my arm. Yeah. Sure, I'll do that. But it's much better. You're less likely to vomit, but it still is up to your chest and, like, shit. I know. 
I feel like I would just be more likely, since I'm already covering shit anyways, to make it past the arrow slit if I'm just like a head bobbing on the water, you know? But then you're like shit to to mouth and, and nose. You're right. I'm getting it in my mouth. Just lift me up, please. Yeah, I assume you do so after like, you know, like fucking five minutes of that you're like nah because <laughs> you guys i just want to cover this y'all are in this shit for like 25 minutes <laughs> yeah you know uh and, I, and assume, uh, I assume you go back and exit the slot and try to find a closer like fucking manhole cover getting looks of shit cover selves in the street and you try to find a closer manhole cover to the location you're trying to get to because you don't want to walk through these sewers I'm totally down for like a piggyback ride or sitting on someone's shoulders, whatever you're down with. Yeah, you, you so someone can ride me. Okay. Every, everybody make, uh, I think, uh, Gauze, with your passive perception of 16, uh, you note that there is a high level of methane in the tunnel. Ooh, so no fire. There's a high level of methane. Things are quick to explode. This isn't great for you breathers. It's it's probably okay for breathing. It's just it's probably flammable. I mean, is it okay for them? Like, I'm pretty sure they're gagging. Yeah, they're gagging. Yeah. Oh, don't we have masks? Can't you guys use the PPEs? I thought all the lavender and shit burned out of it. No, no yeah, we, we have the, like the, half a dozen. The first ones, one did, yeah. You have you have like five good masks. Oh, dude, I put one on. Anything. I assumed you probably would, to be entirely honest with you, but it it, it would give you advantage on your con saves. But I had you roll them without it, so it's fine. I puked regardless. I puked on. Yeah, you probably had to expose yourself. It was pretty bad. Uh, and the lavender is like lavender. It's not really helping the situation. <laughs> There's like lavender has a fucking limit. <laughs> like, <laughs> In hindsight, you guys probably should have like found nose plugs or something. We were going into the sewer. We knew full well. As somebody who's been in bowel surgery with wintergreen under his nose, there is a limit to whatever you can do. <laughs> there, mm. It doesn't matter what you can do, there is a limit. And that limit is bowel surgery. And when you hear dead bowel come out of somebody, or I feel like you smell something and you feel like you hear it too. That's like one of those memories I have that I'm like, I'm never going to be any sort of surgeon. <laughs> so, bowel surgery is worse than exploded sheep. No, just for exploded sheep. Just for frame of reference. No, exploded sheep are worse. It's like it's similar. <laughs> <laughs> All the same bad shit. Okay, just say it. Okay, right. Anyways, moving on to this adventure. <laughs> Cheers to your trauma. Cheers. I only got tea left because I drank all my alcohol. Uh, yeah, what do you guys want to do? You can try to look into the arrow slits. You can go north or you can go west or you can try this door. South, I mean. My <laughs> instinct is there's a door. Let's check out the door. But I feel like we're going to get shot at if we go past those arrow things. Oh, well, you did it just fine. Never mind. I you assumed he'd already moved past them, to be honest with you. You guys are stealthing at about a 13. Let's just go for it. Yeah. Yeah, you're able to get to the to get to the door. It's like a heavy stone door. 
Uh, Is the door open? You hear a cawing in the distance, and uh, kind of, yeah, tenger. just like a like a like a kind of, yeah like a raven's caw. Oh, Tengu! I forgot they were a thing. Ooh, it's a canker, Yeah, I murder them so easily. I forgot they were even a species. <laughs> the disregard. These organics. Something like the Tin Man, where we can like put it on the hinges of the door so it doesn't like squeak open when we open it. Ooh, that's a good idea. Anybody? Any of those machines? Wait, say, say that again? You got any, like, oil on you, like the Tin Man? I, I just realized this party is aggressively missing a rogue. <laughs> I mean, what qualifies as oil? If I spit on it, will that count as oil? No. How would you even produce spit? I... I I summon the liquids from my body. No, you don't. You're, an, you're fucking nimble, right? You don't spit. Like you have oil right. on you. You could probably drip your joints onto it. Oh god. Is there any gap under the door that can like peek under? Yeah, there's a keyhole too. Oh, I will look in the keyhole. I'm probably I level with it anyway. Yeah, you are. Uh, there seems to be a passage on the far side that I'll reveal now. Nothing in the passage. Oh, come on. You reveal nothing. <laughs> Except another door. Yeah, exactly. There seems to be another door on the far side of this passage. So, guys, it looks like we can open this door. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we can open this door, and there's no one in this little hallway thing, but there is another arrow um, thingy. Uh, An arrow slit. That's so it's probably a trap. Oh shit, I didn't realize I revealed that. <laughs> you didn't reveal it on D20, but it is revealed on the stream. Oh, y'all are watching the- Fuck you, you can see all the other shit in the stream. Turn off the stream, guys. Don't do that shit. You can see all this other shit. Megan wasn't looking at that. I was not looking at the stream. Ed, turn the fuck it off. I should have known, Ed. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a guess. You son of a bitch. I would have gone to the door regardless. Knowing knowing gauze, yeah. Son of a bitch. If I really wanted he, to like he can see, see anything, he I would not see, have said anything. Yeah, he can see my computer's view, so my computer's view has the dark oh. area is undarked, and it's just sort of like you can kind of see where it's been blacked out. So the viewer oh, gets funny. some ominous. Oh no, they shouldn't do that. Like a horror film. Just oh no, it is, it is super effective stream wise, but asshole wise, you're looking ahead. So fuck off. <laughs> I, it was an honest mistake. Was it? <laughs> yeah, no, I always have my streams open to like get that plus one viewership while while I'm streaming. Okay. It's what I do. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Regardless, sure, sure, sure. Our, our very sharp gnome has, has deduced there's a trap based on the setup of the situation. So what do Is we Is there any illumination in this hallway? Uh yeah, there's a torch on the wall. So it's well, it's it's as as far as this. I want to say you guys have torches ignited too, too that you carry through the methane tunnel. Uh, you probably had to de ignite them and use a light spell at some point. Well, I didn't because I can see. 
But I was hoping it was going to be dark in there so I could just go, like, sneak in there. What about the rest of us? And look through the other door. Well, I can at least say what's going on. Yeah, that's true. But I can't do that. Hmm. It's up to you. What do you want to do, Anathera? You want to try to sneak in? Yeah. No good standing out here. You're able to move. The door slides open fairly easily. It's it's like a big stone door, but it, it's it's clearly well traveled and been oiled pretty good. You're able to slide into the next room and peek underneath the far door. Uh, underneath the far door, you see that there is a creature underneath, almost standing directly in front of the door. Uh, I know the thing says skeleton, but it's the, clearly a corpse. There is some sort of brain-like creature attached to its skull vis-a-vis -vis La Hebcrab style in uh, Half-Life, and that it's like this brain is sort of like pulsating and it's like crunching into the, the zombie's corpse, and the zombie is just standing there. It, there's clearly some sort of level of rot and decay that has occurred. Mm -hmm. What about in the arrow slit? Uh, through the arrow slit... You peek through the arrow slit. Um, hold on. <laughs> you peek through the arrow slit, you get a very narrow view of a kinku who is sitting against the wall and is sort of like cacawing, and he's he seems to be talking to somebody over in the far corner. Okay. Can we understand the cacaws, or is it just bird talk? It's not bird talk. Just bird talk. It's, it's not bird talk. He seems to be almost asleep, to be honest with you. He's like. And the zombie guy is definitely awake and ready to roll. Yeah, you don't think that zombie sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> Zombies don't sleep. What's wrong with I guess you? I should go report my findings to everybody else. Okay, did you guys get all that? <laughs> yes. Ah, there are ah. bodies on the other side. We need to prepare to kick the butt. Right. Have I heard of this creature? Is someone who's studied a lot about... Roll me, well, roll me a history check. History check. Oh, history check. Yeah. Okay. By description of the brain. There you go. I don't see a roll. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's not great, but you know this is brains generally align along the lines of mind flayers and stuff. Not necessarily connected to our pandemic. I mean, it's not what's causing it. No. I mean, it seems, yeah, that's like in this thing's nature to eat brains. So. Yeah, but why is it here? Is it here to protect? Is it just like, like a undead lackey guard? It may not want to be doing anything against it, but it could just be a lackey guard for the people who are causing this. We could still go north or south. Just putting that out there. But the map led us here. Yeah, I want I want to be serious. By the basis of your survival, the marked hub in the middle there is the mark that the map was leading you to. Yeah. So this this is what was circled on the map that we found at the place. 
So this is where we want to be. But it's full of baddies, which should be expected because it's a circled place. It's it's probably a den. Not wrong. I will say before we get in there, I will summon my spiritual guardians. When we get there, I'm not saying doing this now, but when we get there, I was pointed out that whenever I enter an area with my spirit guardians, the affected creatures in that area have to make the saving throw. Oh my god. I taught you like a little about spirit guardians and now you're like a fucking expert. It's super OP. <laughs> so I'm going to make sure I use it for all it's worth. Spirit guardians look like... Um, Mr. Clean. It depends, on how many, yeah. it depends on how many I need. So far, you guys. I love how to... you asked the question that no one wanted to hear answered. <laughs> so far, you guys have seen two. I have two more in my head already, ready to go. Any more than that, I still have to do a little bit more insight. I'm just personal insight for myself. Assuming that we can't get through the passage as stealthily as you did, we could shoot an arrow at the Kenku through the arrow slit. The arrow slits work both ways? Probably not. They do. If you stick your arrow right up into the slit itself, because, like, the point is is that the arrow slit limits the ability to things to coming, so if you get it right against the slit, you can fire into it. But your range range of fire is probably limited. Limited. Mm. Or I could throw a fireball in there. Yes, you could. There is methane in the sewer, that's, and we all are soaked in it. Yeah, but if you like put it through the the arrow slot, probably only, probably not soaked. You know what I mean? Probably doesn't work quite like that. I mean, there was enough that the uh, the torches were like lit and burning and didn't cause a big problem. You noticed as you walked through the sewers, the torches began to burn brighter, and you got concerned enough to put them out and switch to like a magical light source. We we established this. Sorry. Did did we? Are we establishing it now? Maybe or not. All right. I think we kind of did. All right. Your torches are still working. Did, yeah. I said something about it, but again, we kind of had the, the 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 sewer travel bit kind of pop together because I'm trying to move forward with this. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So as I figure, we're gonna attack these guys, right? I mean, they we're did attack us on, on site earlier. Yeah. So. so so here, let me let me just put this out there. <laughs> Could we tie the door by the undead shut with a rope, or like somehow block it from opening, and then like just throw shit through, or you know, arrows or whatever through the little arrow slit, and then they're all trapped in there. We could try. I could cast a uh, a snare on the other side of the door in case anything comes through, but then we wouldn't be able to go through it. So I don't. I don't well, know. If there's like a torch in here, there's probably a torch bracket. We could tie the rope from the door to the torch bracket. It would make it harder to open unless it opens inward. Yeah, it wouldn't I don't, do anything. I don't know which way the door swings. <laughs> you could, could you could determine make, that. You could make like a like a dex. Like what I would kind of think. You guys, no, no, no one has thieves tools. I don't think. Mm-mm. Okay, yeah. So what I would think is that y'all could take the torch and attempt to use a sleight of hand to steal the door. So what? You would use a sleight of hand check to try to like bar the door. Yeah, it's totally doable. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, 
anyone can do it, but I don't think. Uh... I have a plus two to sleight of hand. Yeah, Somnus is, I think, is the best. The gnome is also yeah, sneaking Onothera, us. Onothera has a plus three to sleight of hand. And I can give her the necklace to take as well. Do you guys want to light this room on fire? Kinda. Kinda. Okay. So I'll take the... I mean, if we're going to fight them. I'll take the necklace. I'll go in there. I'll try the... Or I'll... Um, hold on. I'll roll... To try to tie the or um, block the door. And I rolled a 12. Uh, yeah, you're fairly successful. So let's just say okay. you're here, and then, uh, yeah, the passageway is going to be blocked in such a way, though that somebody has to pick how you want to do it. Huh? Somebody has to, you can only have one person next to the arrow slit. Yeah, oh, and as soon as Onathera. Well, Onathera just blocked the thing. How do you want to do it? How do I want to block the arrow slit? No, no, no. You've blocked the door. Did you want to fire through the arrow slit? Like, my point is, is that Trevor and Onothero cannot both fire through the arrow slit. I know, I took the necklace from him. Oh, so you have the beat, you have the fire, you have the fireball beat, you're going to toss it through the hole. Yeah. Centered on the kinku? Um, centered on the room in general. It, it, might, it might just hit the kinku, but I try to throw it, like, over to what I estimate to be the middle of the room. So you can't, see how, you can't see how deep the room is, so you can try to throw it five feet past the kinku or ten feet past the kinku? Um, five feet past the kinku. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and illuminate this room as the flash of fireball goes, and let's go ahead and roll initiative. Oh. <laughs> Hold on one second, gentlemen. Yeah. Gauze is just chilling in the back. Oh, plus two. Okay. So that's a 13. I have plus zero for my initiative. I have one. Gotcha. I feel like I, well, oh, I feel okay, like hold on, hold on. Let me do course. initiative tracker. Sorry, guys. Uh, what 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 were you, Trevor? I rolled a one. I had plus zero. I'm one. Uh, so you're a one, Trevor. Edwin, what are you? I'm a two. Two. Uh, Peter. Uh, thirteen. Uh, Megan. Uh, twelve. Shit. Oh, Megan, what were you? What did I roll? What was your roll? Yes. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, so it was uh, Peter. Is Peter, Megan, Edwin, Trevor? Okay. Wait, what did Trevor roll? One. I rolled a one. Oh, I have zero initiative. 
Okay, here we go. First up in the order, uh, you guys are going to set off a fireball. Go ahead and roll me the 8d6, Megan. And you're going to get one, two, three. You're going to get the Kinko and the two skeletons. And I roll 8d6s? Mm-hmm. And I believe it's a DC 15 save, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe... Check, uh, Trevor, yeah, check your one. I got it. I got it. DC 15, yeah. Okay. So that's a 3d6. You're rolling 8d6, Megan. 3d6. You only rolled 3d6. Well, I, I rolled 5 up there, and I rolled 3 down here because it wouldn't... The, the clicky button thing that's supposed to make... Like, oh, 5. Easier. So it's 5d6, 6, 7, 8. Okay, so 16 plus 20. Please try to keep them all together in the future, but yeah, I'm happy to accept uh, 36 as damage. Uh, one, the Kinku failed, and... Uh, dies, uh, but the skeletons save, and they're going to take 8 damage each. It's not 3d6, yeah. It was it was just, it was 8d6, and it was 36 total. Uh, so, wait, let's have a 15. Uh, wait, 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 let's have a 36 is 15, so it's be 16 and 36 is 18. Yeah. So both skeletons, as you can see through the hole, uh, uh, perish. <clears throat> or fall dead on the floor. Okay. Uh, so there's just the one on the other side of the door. Uh, I just want to also say this. You guys set off an explosion in a very, very tight room. And it's... And the whole fucking sewer shakes. Like I said, if we're caved in here, at least you guys have rations. <laughs> mm -hmm. Alright, uh, next up, that was uh, Megan's turn. Uh, so that was the initial, next up is the zombie's turn. The zombie's going to attempt to open the door and slam at the door. Uh, let's see what he does. He's just using a slam attack. Let's see what he does. Uh, he's going to slam pretty good at the door. I think it's going to beat yours, Megan, and it's going to open up, and he's going to move into this space. Uh, but that is going to be his action, and he's just going to start his turn there. Uh, next up in the order is Peter. Okay, um, I guess I guess I can still stab, stab across that diagonal at the skeleton with my rapier that I got from You Molo. don't have the reach. That's a five-foot reach. If you had a, a, if you, if you had a hail bird, you could. Or anything with reach, you could. Oh, I don't have a reach. I can't reach across that. That's you. You could reach with a five foot reach. You can reach any square that's touching yours. Ten foot reaches, you can reach the square touching the square that's touching yours. I, mean, I, I, I thought you were like 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 I got a at a diagonal, or, or or was I wrong about you that? You can yeah diagonal, but you you you're here. You're here, Peter. Like the oh sorry sorry for for for, for, some, for some reason I was missing. I was like. I was about to say you're, you're at the other you're at, was, you're at the other end of stuff. Trevor and Megan are in the doorway. You you can't really reach it. Okay, like, what yeah. do you want to do? Is this no, no, for some for some for some reason I was seeing Trevor's Trevor's person is mine. Like I was totally mis misreading that. Whoops. Uh, what can I do? At all? 
I don't really think you can do much, to be honest. So yeah, I, can, I can't really do anything. I think with next in the order is Megan. What do you want to do? Yeah. I want to this fucking zombie that just bashed through my very cleverly. What are you gonna try to do? It was not to... that clever. Okay. Whatever. It was a fourteen. Okay. What, what do you want me to do? <laughs> okay. Whatever. I'm going to um, draw my short sword. Is that a free action? That's a free action. You have not drawn a weapon at this point. You just have the one. You just have the bead of fireballs, which only has three beads left. Right. Okay. Three beats. Um, I'm just gonna shove those in my pocket. Grab my short sword. Easy action. You have no shield up, so you got two hands. Okay. And then I'm going to attack him with my short sword. Go ahead. I think you get two attack actions, don't you? Right. And so I'm gonna attack him twice. Um, that's the first one. Probably does not. That is not hit. hit. That hits. One. Holy shit! Does that hit? Mm. It's 24 <laughs> to hit. That definitely hits. Well, shit. <laughs> uh, four damage? Yeah, you damage him a little bit. Alright, uh, do you need anything with your bonus? On just that zombie? No. Um, wait, hold on. Let me see what they're... How big of an area. Oh, it's just a five feet thing. Yeah. Um, never mind. Okay. All right. Well, that's your turn. And uh, next up in the order is Edwin. Um, I will perform the Toll of the Dead cantrip on the zombie. Do you have line of sight to do that? Um... Or it's range at 60 feet. Right, that's range, but can you see him? Or like, in like, line of sight. Um, you tell me. I'm, uh, there's people in front of me, and he's off to, like, the angle. Yeah, I, I'm not sure you can fire. Well, Probably not. It's, it's kind of a spell. I'm not sure. Sh- uh, as long as I can... Point at him is all that it says. But if I can't point at him, if I can't see him, I guess you're the DM. I'll let you do it for this time. It's because I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it's a wisdom 14 uh, attack. Oh, uh, which he fails. Okay. So he then... has been damaged since so the D12, 2D12, I believe. Yeah, 2d12. Two 2d12 two is 14. Uh, so it's 14 damage? Uh, yeah, that does him in. And How do you want to do that this? Was, I... Because, well... The whole thing is told dead is you point at them and you hear this bell and then they, they take the damage. So I point to him, there's a huge bell and he explodes in a huge burst of bubbles. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, and that's just a cantrip so I can still do something else. 
from this nastiness? Can the bubbles clean us? Like, can they waft up? Can you please clean us? Oh, thank God. <laughs> a, a gentle breeze of lemon-scented goodness just, like, erupts from this, this skeleton bubble being. That's it, Okay. Uh, you That's s- just a cantrip. I could do something else, yeah. correct? Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, you, you, that's just a cantrip, so you get a bonus action. All right, can I, can I summon up my spirit guardians? Yeah. Boom. All right. So it's within 15 feet, right? Uh, spirit guardians. Uh, well, first, I um, – Designate anyone in sight that is not affected by these creatures. Of course, my whole party. So, so they you designate affected. who you don't want affected by it, right? Yes. Okay, cool, cool. That's what I thought. Okay. You can designate number... Uh, when I cast a spell, I designate any number of creatures uh, that I can see to be unaffected by it. Okay. So that's my entire party. Next up in the order is Trevor. Um. What... The... Skeleton has uh, crumpled to the to the no exploded in a of course a shower of bubbles. So I'm not sure what there is left for me to do. Uh, so the I'll say this as it does. You see the head crab like entity unclench from the head, and it's now sitting in the door. Aha! Um, it's literally a brain with a kind of like almost gorilla like front hands and uh back legs is it like a metroid a metroid yeah it's, uh, it's metroid is like a very good analogy to what it is yeah uh, metroid fuse with he- a face head hugger. crab is what i go to but i don't think that's pretty correct uh-huh. you know what I mean? so i'm assuming since we killed two other skeletons there might be more of these uh, so if i still want to get a sample later maybe i can so maybe i should just go ahead and, and torch this one for now um Thoughts, I, you know, I might as well. Uh, if it's against us, it, it it's it deserves death. I mean, and, yeah, I, as long as it doesn't get anywhere near our brains, I'm not that threatened by it. But uh, it is kind of on the way right now. Um, kick it, <laughs> stab it. You're in. Bed. I don't want to underestimate it. I am a fragile wizard. Um, oh, now you're worried about your mortality. Now you're worried. It's a brain with arms, man. Um. Yeah, fuck. I'm gonna cast a level one magic missile on it. Send all three darts its way. So. Just have this. Okay, so I roll 3d4 plus 3 force damage to it for a total of 12. Yeah, it does total damage to it. How's it How's it looking? It is bloodied. How strong is this thing? Meh. I mean, it's a freaky-ass fucking man-eating brain, so it's yeah. not... And you see, you see Trevor shoot, like, three fucking bolts into its ass, and it's just like... <laughs> and it's kind of like, <laughs> like the brain almost, like, shivers, and, like, the, the like it's like a muscle, so it, like, pulses. It's kind of gross. Mm. It drips on the ground, like brain saliva. 
Ew. Ew. Yeah, okay, so that's Trevor's top of the order. It's the brain's turn now. It's going to attack on a Thera. Uh, it's going to attack with its front claws. Uh, first one is going to do a 13 to hit. I don't think that hits you. Perfect. And then it's going to uh, make you, and then it's going to make like a scream. Uh, uh, and it's going to, you need to make a DC 12 intelligence saving throw. You got this, you got this, you got this, no whammies, roll! Intelligence? Yeah. So you pass that one. Uh, you did it. Yeah, well done. And then this is 5, 10, 15. And it's going to also target you with its same sort of thing. So make another DC 12 uh, save. Pass again, and then another one's going to come into the arrow slit and stick its brain right into the slit, and it's going to target you again for the same thing, Megan. And you <laughs> fail that one. Uh, oh, we have inspiration still. Don't forget that, guys. Not well, she would have had to have used it before. Right. I know. Uh, so this one is going to do, if I'm not mistaken. To Hold on. Is that one in my line of sights for, uh, for spirit guardians to get to it? It's when they enter the, the space. Exceeds the target's intelligence score. The score is reduced to zero. Okay. Uh. So what what was it? One more time, Trevor. No, no, Ed, Ed, what was it? Uh, did it enter uh the space for spirit guardians to attack it? That's fifteen feet. Five, ten, fifteen. I guess. I guess it did. So I guess these two would have to make saves against Spirit Guardians, but they still get their attacks off. Uh, what's the save? Uh, Wisdom 14. Oh, they're going to make that. Fuck. Okay. Uh, so the first one is going to be... Uh, oh, no, it's just zero. Okay, so... First one fails. Second one fails, too. So roll damage. All right, so that's 3d8 of radiant damage. Uh, do ooh ooh is, is that for both of them or just for one of them? Uh, both of them take that damage. Oof! Damn it! Three D eight and I get seven. That's fucking pathetic. That was pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, three. But it's radiant damage. Please bonus effects. You do do damage to them. And 3d8 and uh, so uh, you're gonna take uh, you're still gonna take that damage so you're gonna take uh, uh, on a fair you're gonna take 10 damage uh, and also I need you to what's your total uh, intelligence score 14 okay well let's see what this happens alright you are stunned from one minute from this intellect devourer's attack. So I can't do, I lose a turn basically? Essentially, yeah. You, on your turn, you'll be able to roll to unstun yourself essentially. So, and next up in the order is Peter. I still can't really do much of anything. Uh, 
Yeah, there's too many people in the in the corridor. Yeah, like I, I I can't really do much of anything. I'm just back here. Like, are you all okay? I mean, can he sh- shove me? Yeah, you can you can lean into the space and try to shoot, but you'd have to move through people's spaces. Right. Yeah. And I want to say the inte- the intellect of ours are tiny, so you can move through their spaces. So you could step like the what? So are, the cre- the brains are called intellect devourers, and uh, if you, you they are tiny creatures, so they are head crab sized creatures. So you can step over them to your own risk. Do you know what I mean? Right. Okay. So it's like if a creature is smaller than you, you can move through its space. Uh, you still take the opportunity attacks, but like at the same time, you like for instance, if there was a medium creature like somebody your size in the space, you can't just move past him. So, Megan, mm-hmm. if you wanted to push past the two of them, you could, is my point. It's, it's Sorry, it's not really very clear because... What are we going to do? I'll let you shoot this guy, Peter, if you want to pull your bow. Uh, sure, I will. I will pull my bullet. Let me let me double check what I. Plus five. Okay, so. So d twenty plus five. Actually, more intelligently, you've probably hit this guy right here. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Because I don't think you can lean around the corner and shoot him. So that would be my place. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be a plus five. Okay. Do that and do that. Oh, well. That hits. Yes. Okay. Roll damage. Uh, D8 plus 2. Okay. 10. Oh, wow. Yeah, you do 10 damage to him. Well done. Uh, and anything with your bonus action? Um, no. I'll probably regret that, but who cares? No, it's totally fine. Uh, next up in the order, I believe, is Megan. Your turn. Okay. She has to make a saving throw, doesn't she? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you do. That's true. Okay. Hold on. Uh, what is the save? Is it intelligence? Uh, I believe so. No, no, no. Target that scores it, this target is stunned until it regains or at least one point of intelligence. Okay, a stunned creature is incapacitated, see condition, uh, can't move and can't speak, only falteringly. The creature fails strength and dexterity saving throws, attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Uh, yeah, so you're essentially incapacitated uh, right now uh, until you. So essentially what happened is the Mind Devourer beat your intelligence score, so it reduced you to an idiot. So it it essentially ate your intelligence. I mean, it doesn't take a super smart person to be like, I have a sharp pokey thing and a thing that looks real soft and squishy that would be real. Right, it reduced it to zero. I think that's the difference. So you you are in essentially a coma victim at the moment is essentially what the intellect of our do to you. Uh, Let me go ahead and just do this real quick. So I don't think, yeah, I think you are stunned. I'm sorry this is difficult. This is my bad. 
I didn't check this beforehand. It's a little bit different. Also, on a failure roll, 3d6, if the total equals or exceeds the target's intelligence score, the score is reduced to zero. The target is stunned until it regains at least one point of intelligence. So how do I regain intelligence? Uh, maybe like a Lester Restoration spell. Oh, so I can't even roll my way out of this. No, you can't. You're just done. Sorry. I did not realize that. These are deadly-ass creatures. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they literally, they literally eat people's brains. Uh, Ed, it is your turn now, and you can use a Lesser Restoration still to restore her if you want. Uh, it says I have to touch a creature. Can I touch her from where I am? Mm, you can probably lean through a square. I'm okay with that. Okay. Second question. Spirit Guardians activate anytime um, we exit and enter. If I sidestep out of their line of, of whatever and then sidestep back in, would that count as another trigger? No, it, starts, it starts on their turn, right? Nope. Uh, dude, this is this is what my friend told me Like, is what's OP about them. It's uh, an effective creature... When the creatures enter area for the first time on a turn or start to turn there. Uh, All right, I'm going to read this real fast. You call for spirits to protect you. They flit around you at a distance of 15 feet for the duration. If you are good or neutral, their spectral forms appear angelic or fey, your choice. If you are evil, they appear fiendish, debatable with you. Uh, when you cast the spell, you can designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. An affected creature's speed is halved in the area. And when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 radiant damage if you are good or neutral or 3d8 necrotic damage if you're on a successful save the creature takes half as much damage so an affected creature speed is had in the area and when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts a turn there it must make a wisdom saving throw so i think the thing so is that it don't on their turn they're yeah. gonna okay okay uh so on their turn they're gonna start uh so it's just on my turn right now I have my cantrip of Toll of the Dead. Between the two that are in my sight, which one looks more damaged? Um, both of them are fairly fucking damaged. All right. So I'll just go for the one straight ahead because it's straight ahead. Right. Uh, that's a Wisdom 14 saving throw for them. Okay. And yeah, I'm not sure what that was. I don't think it works. Uh, he fails. Okay. So that is 2d12 of damage. Right. 12. How do you want to do this? Um, again, explodes and bubbles, but since he's in the, the arrow slot, it's just golden bubbles pop out of the arrow slot. And I just scream, sanitized. <laughs> Meanwhile, my mind is absolutely blown. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just a cantrip, so I still have another action. So I'll lean over and use Lester Restoration on her. Please make this count because it's a second level spell and spell slots are precious. Don't I always? All right, so let Lester Restoration. Uh, you're just here. There's no thing to roll or anything. 
Wait, uh, what are you doing? You you can't cast Lesser Restoration. I thought you said I could. No, you can't. You used your action. That was a cantrip. I was wondering. Like, cantrip requires an action. Yeah, cantrip. Uh, was what are you fucking talking stop. about? Stop trying to roll one on me, asshole. I love you. Hey, man, I'm being as, as legit as I can. I reminded you of- No, Megan you're the only one that had Lesser Restoration and you fucking wasted on that. I'm sorry. Stun does not work that way. Stun is because she has literally been reduced to an idiot. That's no offense, Megan. So sorry. It's it's a very specific creature effect that I am parsing right now as we do this. Uh, What's up? Oh, you don't hear any of this. That's correct. Uh, Ed, uh, <laughs> what do you want to do with your bonus action? All right, so what can I do with my bonus action? Ed, you can look at your thing, too. You can look at your bonus action. You can do two weapon fighting, a second wind, two. Oh, no, that's Somnus. Hold on. There is literally a list of what you can yeah, do. Yeah, there's literally a list. You got you can do spiritual weapon, uh, actions in combat, two weapon fighting, spells, healing word, or spiritual where, weapon. Where, where is that? It's on your actions! <laughs> oh! Sorry, I'm new! Are you? Kind of. Okay, I love you. <laughs> All right, that, that bonus action doesn't seem very um, useful to me right now. Okay. Because Spiritual weapon, I believe that's be close to them to to use. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the, so, it'll trigger spiritual weapon on its turn because it starts its turn in your aura, or if it moves out of if it moves into the aura or starts a turn in your aura. Both these are oh, just this one right here is in your aura essentially. And just for the record, you can step through your opponent's squares <laughs> to a new square. So, like you, Trevor, you could step through to there if you wanted to, or uh, well, not that because that's not what i intended to happen Ugh. I, I understand what you're saying yes right. yes because it's a tiny square normally you can't step through an opponent's square but you can step through these creature squares uh, okay. uh next in the order that was ed's turn next is trevor okay uh so the one direct in front of me is badly bloodied but still alive and there's yet another one behind me that it's it's literally like it's it's feet are on the floor and it's just standing there it's just like okay here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna cast uh my most powerful non-flammable uh i'm gonna cast magic missile in one of my little three slots so i have five darts i'm gonna send two at the one directly in front of me and three at the one behind it Wait, you're going to cast all that. Okay, yeah, you can do that. So First two is four. Okay, but to the one in front of you. Uh, so the one in front of you, how do you want to do this? Um, so, like, I don't know. Uh, I have two darts flying at it, one from, like, the top and one from the bottom, and they just, like, meet in the center and then, like, like slide both ways and it kind of splits in two and bursts apart all okay uh i want to explain something about these intellect devourers too uh that's a little bit difficult uh if an intellect devourer uh gets to a character that is incapacitated so these are hunters that essentially like if they get to a character that, that is incapacitated it can do something called body thief the intellect devourer initiates an intelligence contest with an incapacitated humanoid within five feet of it that isn't protected by protection from evil and good if it wins the contest the intellect devourer magically consumes the target's brain 
teleports into the target's skull and takes control of the target's body. While inside a creature, the intellect devourer has a total cover against attacks and other effects originating outside its host. The intellect devourer regains its intelligence, wisdom, and charisma scores, as well as its understanding of deep speech, its telepathy, and its traits. It otherwise adopts the target's intelligence. One of the things that you guys know, you need to notice is that these things have been reading your minds, so obviously they've been anticipating your tactics. Uh, it otherwise adopts the target's statistics. It knows the creature's uh, new, including spells and language. If the host body dies, the intellect devourer must leave it. A pressure from a good spell cast on the body drives the intellect devourer out. The, the intellect devourer is also forced out if the target regains its, dev uh, its devoured brains by means of a wish spell. By spending five feet of its movement, the intellect devourer can voluntarily leave the body, teleporting to the nearest unoccupied space within five feet of it. The body then dies unless its brain restored within one round. So I want to make this very clear. I read all that off the thing because intellect devourers, you have one right here. It's got it's bloodied, but it's within reach of Megan on its turn. Trevor, uh, you have a bonus action now, I believe. Um, so you're saying like the, the gnome is more at risk because it's already had its intelligence score lowered. Right. Basically. It is susceptible to just if, if this thing runs up and attacks her right now, it can do a contest with her. And she, if she fails that contest, she instantly dies. Right. It literally well, actually, even worse than that, it's going to take over the gnome's body and be able to have all of her skills. And we're probably not going to get the gnome back at that point. Unless like, you unless, unless you kill the intellect devourer and cast did it, did it enter my range? Uh, I believe it did. No, it didn't. Five. It wasn't there before. If it if it does on its turn, which it doesn't, it hasn't begun its turn. If it enters that range, it will take damage. Yes. It's still Trevor's turn. Yeah, I got it. Sorry. Um, if it does enter to to attack her, it will enter your range and have to save. Spear Guardians in effect. I'm doing it. Don't worry. I'm not forgetting it. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> it's an easy thing to forget. No offense. It is. Cler That's why I'm clerics are rough, man. I like clerics. They're just... I've never played a cleric. I've always had somebody else play a cleric for me and remind me of all the shit they can do. Uh, I'm, I just know that when in, when in doubt, Spear Guardians should save my ass. One in doubt. It sounds like I'm gonna need to step between the brain, the intelligence devourer, and the gnome. You can do that. You can use 15 feet of movement. I mean, uh, five, 10 feet of movement to step between you and protect and protect Anathera. And since I'm there already in harm's way, I might as well use my bonus action to to attack it. I don't think you can. Okay. If you don't initiate an initial attack, I don't think you can bonus action attack. Oh, because I'm not already fighting. Yeah, because I draw one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. My bad. No, no, no. You're good. This, this uh, is all learning. Yeah. I, I think that's all I can do then. Well, it's good all the same because the intellect devourer is going to instead attack you on its turn, uh, Trevor. It's the first attack is going to do a claw attack against you. Hold on. If it's its turn, it needs to roll that damage. All oh, right, it does. What does it save? It's wisdom, right? Oh, net 20! It passes. <laughs> does it? Uh... It takes half damage, though. All right, we'll roll the 3d8 then. 
Which damage are we talking about? Ed's My spirit guardian. He's got. He's got literally. Oh, damn. Okay, that would have killed it. So it takes ten damage. I thought they rounded up for that. Fine. He has one hit point left. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> there, Guardians. He had twelve. He had twelve hit points, and I ran it up to eleven. So either way, it went. There, Guardians. <laughs> All right. Let's see if it kills Trevor. Okay, so it's gonna not hit with its claw attack, and then it's gonna hit it with its contested thing. So Trevor, make a DC twelve intelligence saving throw, which should be your game. I was about to say you got. You probably have like a plus five. Well, uh, plus two is the most you can get. No, no, no. Intelligence, you have a plus five. No. What? Mm. Saving throw. Saving throw. Not a, not a modifier. Oh. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. That, that's, Keep that's track of this, guys. I've... If it's a saving throw, you probably have more on the saving throw versus if it's just an ability score check. Saving throw is... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Right. I totally forgot that. Not had to make. I'm just realizing yeah. this is the first time I've had to Saving make Saving throws before. are if you're attacked by something, you have like an instant to do something along those lines. So it, saving throws are inherently higher than ability to attack, depending on your class. For instance, each time you get a class, the class gives you essentially two advantages in saving throws. So, like, for instance, you, Ed, uh, your saving throw, let's see, for gauze, is wisdom and charisma. So your saving throw is plus six, and your charisma saving throw is plus four. Yes. Uh, and Trevor scored a 17 and passes the saving throw. Uh, yes! Alright. Uh, saving throw against the magic creature. Also on a failure roll, 3d6. The target must succeed on DC 12 to throw against the magic or take. So you take no damage because you pass the saving throw. And that is the intellect devourer's turn. And yeah. So it Can is... As shield, just in case. I, this thing only has one HP left, but it used its no. turn. It would be your turn next before any creature attacked. So I, I'm gonna stop you from doing that. That's a waste of the spell slot. No offense. You probably should have cast it on like the first claws attack, but it wouldn't have affected saves. So shield only works against physical attacks. Oh, because we already did the contest, right? Okay. And the contest would not have been affected by shield. Yeah. Uh, Peter, it's your turn. You can move into the space here and attack it physically if you'd like, but you have to drop your bow. Can I attack it physically? Yeah, because you can move past Edwin into the space. Because Trevor cleared the space. Yeah, but how, how would I attack it physically? I'm still, like, more than five feet away. No, oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Trevor. Sorry, Peter. <laughs> Peter, you got screwed by combat by being in the end of this. I mean, you guys corridor fight it. You should have moved into the room or something. It happened too fast. It did, yeah. It was pretty quick. Though I have to admit that fireball was pretty effective. That's true. I, once they like mentioned the fireball, like naturally, I was like, yes, because I knew what was behind there. I'm like, there's baddies back there. I'll, I saw. I'll say this: the protected brains in their skulls, because they can't take damage when they're in the skulls of the zombies. Like uh, they're much more deadly than the actual zombies themselves. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you figured that out, didn't you? <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a brain with legs. It's cute. It's fine. No, it's not. Clearly. Uh, this, Clearly. Uh, D&D uh, creators have gone on record. The current guys at Wizards of the Coast have gone on record and saying the Intellect Devourer is the most dangerous creature for its challenge rating. It only has a two challenge rating, but considering for how early level it is, it is very easy to kill a party with these guys. <laughs> 
Also, they d- they that. don't typically work like head crabs too. Though. Typically, they don't. I, I invented that for this campaign, so I just made them more deadly. You made them worse. I did make them worse. So, uh, would I still be able to move into that free space and yeah. shoot my longbow at them? I'm gonna allow you to peek around the corner and shoot over Trevor's shoulder. If you f- get a crit fail, you're gonna shoot Trevor though. Mm. I mean, what if he ricochets it really cool off the the wall? Well, he wouldn't be doing that if he got a crit fail. Yeah, well, I, well, well, I don't think I'll get a crit fail, so, and hopefully, I'm not eating my words, so I will try. No one thinks they're gonna get a crit I was fail. About to say, <laughs> Trevor gets shot in the I back. Mean, Trevor got two nat twenties. No one thought he was gonna get two nat twenties. I've already got my. Trevor nat has gotten one. a shitload of nat twenties for the record. I've already gotten my nat one when I when when I when I got caught by the by by the Griffin writers, whatever. That was true. That was a pretty rough nat one. Yeah, that was a rough nat one. Like so just either you're due for a nat twenty, or it's due for or a or just middle a of the sandwich, road. Another nat one. I will take the risk. Okay, I'm good. You got two two ones to make an eleven. It counts. Yeah, it hits. Okay, and that was. Uh, How do you want to do this? Yep. Yeah, I, I would just. It kill had it. one HP. Yeah, that, that's true. Um, it takes an arrow to the knee and dies. Oh. <laughs> Where is the brain knee? Uh, it has knees. It does have knees, actually. Yeah, like, uh, we established. It has, like, like, little it has, it's like a little gorilla gorilla arms and legs, and it has brains, and it's kind of hunched over with its knees down. So it's like four-legged gorilla type of thing. And it kind of kind of side charges at you. It's a freaky little piece of shit. Like, it's not fun. That's traumatizing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, I know, absolutely. It is not a fun D&D thing to see out of that. <laughs> and even less fun to imagine. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, you guys are successful. Uh, yeah, Megan is still drooling on the floor, though. Or on a Theranus. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, Megan, you naturally, over like the course of a minute, regain one intelligence. So you are up, but you are now have an intelligence score of one. Is there anything I can do? Is this something we can heal? Yeah. How do I get that back? Uh, ele- I'm going to... Cont- all right, so... All right. I think intelligence modifier stuff is not great. Technically, you're supposed to have to do a greater restoration spell to restore uh, any sort of intelligence thing. I'm letting her get it on a lesser restoration just to restore half her intelligence score. But for the purposes of this, she'll still have half of her existing intelligence score, but she'll be able to operate like a person other just dumb down a little bit. And it'll affect her ability scores for intent. It's not a big deal for Megan because she's an in character, but it was an in character based on like Trevor. If Trevor had this happen to him, he'd be so goddamn fucked. He's not even funny. If, no, seriously, if this happens to Trevor. That's all his base scores. He can't cast essentially, so it'd be really mm-hmm. bad. Uh, but for Trevor, but he uses weapons anyway, so what does it matter? So my point is, if Ed uses a Lester restoration on her, she'll be partially okay. Do you want to be partially okay versus? Kind of fucked. I mean, it depends on what you guys think of me as a person. Would you prefer me to be half as intelligent as I am now, or just like a fucking blob? I mean, has- from what I've seen, I think I really very think I really, I really regret letting Ed be the healer character. 
Why? I can't imagine why, Ed. You just uh, see my basically the body of just like drooling all over myself. What are you gonna do, Gus? I mean, if you're drooling over yourself, yeah, I'll use the the second spell slot and and use the lesser restoration that's been so kindly a lot modified to to help you. Uh, so yeah, you restore seven points of intelligence to her, so she now has a negative two modifier to intelligence. Uh, so all your int scores for the rest until you take a long rest. It will be restored on a long rest, uh, but not right now in a short rest. Can I can I use another less lesser restoration to? No, that's not how it works. Why can't I stack? His... It's a second level spell slot. Like I'm sacrificing. I'm already something... cheating. She shouldn't technically be able to fix it at all. But I want to do this dungeon. So let you let your DM be kind to you. Fine. This is me being kind. I'm just saying. I accept that. <laughs> Megan probably doesn't feel that this is me being kind. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would I would blame Gauze more than me personally. Why would you blame me? Because <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> How am I an asshole? Because the DM had to convince you to do it. <laughs> I was gonna do it regardless. I don't feel that. <laughs> Megan, she was drooling. Megan, I was gonna. Megan, are you okay? That's a really particularly vicious attack on a character. I feel like shit. I'm covered in shit. But I at least have some capability of thought now. So the big thing I'm going to say is that your int is a negative two. So typically you have like just minus two from all of your int ability scores for the time being. I put it into my thing. So like history, arcana, all that shit's negative two now. Yeah, that should be what it is. Uh, you have nature as I think the only thing that you have... A thing on so that should still probably be like a one or something if i'm not mistaken yeah okay uh yeah you guys want to continue on uh it's on you guys it is 10 11. So you, oh, 11 you guys are you. still in this dungeon uh if you go i'm just gonna push this through uh, yeah, you see that the room is kind of a mess, uh, as you guys enter in here. Uh, it's definitely, like, there's definitely the zombies are kind of befouled the space. Uh, the, the, uh, intellect devourers are kind of rolling around. Just, like, kind of rogue brains. They have kind of a formaldehyde-based spell to them. And, uh, yeah, and you also see that, uh, yeah, the kinku that was in here is just cooked. Like, he is just cooked burnt feathers it is a fucking morbid spell and you can also see down here that this is just kind of a sleeping chamber with several sleeping bags just kind of aligned around the floor and heading north you see out of the chamber it's just a, a pathway going upwards can i uh search the room for any possible hitting goodies slash i'm gonna things? i'm not i'm gonna slow i'm gonna speed this up by just saying there's fucking nothing in this room but waste and like shitty bows and like a uh, he, all there is is like the kinku's short sword and like a shitty bow i guess we should press forward then he's got like eight copper on him too almost not worth mentioning with the scale like, of, ooh, copper the, the scale of wealth in this in Waterdeep is such that like you guys as adventurers are able to earn very much very quickly uh so it's almost not worth talking about uh i want to if you guys are going to proceed up this tunnel uh, what order are you going to go in I will be at the back, please. I would like no. to be in the middle. 
Man, I mean, I was going to say, uh, uh, Ona Thera should probably either be in the very back or, like, towards the middle just because she's already uh, semi-compromised. I, I will say, for the record, you let me do the the thing in the tunnel, so that was more your fault. I knew that, and I was like, eh, it'll be fine. No, it, it was not fine. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. So th- I'm going to say this is a five-foot passageway. You're going to be able to move by characters, but if somebody gets directly in front of a character, you're not going to be able to move by him to attack him. Do you know what I mean? So, like, if this is the same sort of tight situation tunnel you're going into, it's, like, a little cramped. I'll, I'll go for – I'll be in the front just because I have Spirit Guardians out for, like – I'll assume that took, what, like, a minute? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I have, like, nine minutes left on Spirit Guardians. Wait, 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 wait. So, wait. Yeah, you have ten minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, you're still good. You're good. It's probably about two minutes, maybe. So you probably got eight left. All right. So anyway, I'm in the front. So like, if anything jumps out at us, Spirit Guardians potentially can get the jump on them right away. Uh, but it, it, so you have to specify. So if there's a friendly that comes up in the chamber, Spirit Guardians will attack it if you don't specify. I'm assuming we're not going to run into any friendlies. Okay. That's just fair as long as you're doing it. Peter, I put you behind Ed. Is that okay? No, that makes sense. Uh, and then it's Trevor and then Onathera in the rear. Uh, now, because you said that, I feel like we might run into some friendlies. But that is the casualty of war! Onathera's in the middle. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. So I have really long range, so... Y'all proceed up the and tunnel. I'm... And, uh, Ed, as you round the corner... Uh, I'm just trying to push this a little bit forward. I apologize, guys. If you want to quit, let me know. You, you push forward and you see that into the next tunnel there's like a spare room. I guess we venture forward? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so you venture forward into the next room. And it goes underneath the other tunnel. You're able to see it crosses over uh, like through a couple slits. You see that there's like an arrow slit in the tunnel as you cross over that you could have fired down into the existing tunnel. And you hear, uh, there's like, you move into a chamber and there's a, a door on the far side and you hear uh, somebody shouting on the other end of the door and you hear somebody said, plug the hole under the door, God damn it, it's gonna come through. And you hear some whirring mechanical noises. The chamber you find your sense is dark. It has a uh, like a candle lit in the corner that's throwing very little light, and uh, there seems to be a bunch of like dark feathers around the space, as well as like some arrows pinged off the walls, and their broad heads have been bent back as if there was a fight in here uh, that involved a lot of black feathers. You also see in one corner there's like a smear of dark blood, and you can hear somebody. And then mechanical whirring in the next... Somebody arguing... It's essentially somebody arguing with R2-D2 in the next chamber. Uh, As you hear some sort of like bing-boom mechanical whirring. Can I change from my short sword to my bow? Yeah. Do that. Alright. Do we want to just charge in there? Like, there's something going on. Probably a Tengu. There's... This is probably a Tengu nest because there's a lot of black feathers. They have technology. There's an R2-D2 in there. If I bust in there, they will be attacked by Spear Guardians. Does someone else want to, like, pop in first and, like, make sure the coast is clear so I'm not attacking friendlies now that I am, like, on guard because, oh, man, there might be friendlies. 
Since when has a Kinku been friendly to us? Down here. Well, I guess we did blow up the other ones before we could make our case, but... And to be fair, like, I attacked the Kinkus first, and then the the other uh, uh, metal men attacked us, and so we just killed everyone. The Kinkus could have been friendly. We could back away from the door, and I could cast Mage Hand to open it so that we can hear what they're saying better. From around the corner, or like farther back in the room. We want to eavesdrop. Or we could just go in guns blazing. I thought they were just trying to close the door. Or won't they notice if you just open it? Like either way, it's gonna be yeah. They were they were trying to yeah. plug it up because something's gonna get in. Let's just yeah. Let's just go in then. It's probably friendly. Do 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 oh. you want to take the lead and go in first, or should I go in and then you have spear guardians attack everyone? And I then... don't want to jump in front because I'm not wearing any armor. Do I still remember their armor? Yeah. Um, I still wear my armor. All I have is chainmail on. I have leather armor. Uh, do you want to go in first? Uh, uh, Gauze has the highest armor class. Come on, Gauze. You're like you're always putting putting yourself out there. Come on, you you got this. this is all right, no, I have no qualms going in first. It's just my spear guardians are gonna gonna go off. Oh, they're automatically gonna attack. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm asking your guys' permission. Are you okay with that? Or do you want to go in and scout things first? Because as soon as, like, not you guys enter my bubble, Spirit Guardians will attack. I guess I could go in first and see what happens. We could, yeah, we could just open the door and see what happens. Yeah, let's listen to the loony one. Like kind of go forward. All right, who's going to open the door? I'll open the door. All right. Got, uh, Somnus steps forward and opens the door. As he looks into the chamber, he sees uh, in the room beyond there are two dead kinku. And a nimble right and a drow are looking at... There's two doors on the far wall here and here. And the nimble right and a drow are trying to plug towels under the far door. Both backs are turned to you. Uh, um, Shit. Uh, do I make them go ow? What? Do I inflict pain? No, because they haven't attacked us yet. We don't. We don't know what they're doing. We don't know what they're doing. I say what they're doing. We don't know what they're doing. I can't talk. I kind of want to cast snare while they're not looking like just behind one of them so that if they turn to attack us one of them gets hoisted up in the air possibly if they don't save it um assuming that these are not friendly i don't know we did see like a drow earlier that escaped and another um what's it um earlier too so uh nimble right nimble right yeah so not to profile them right uh, no harm if they just get hoisted up in the air and turn out to be friends. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna cast snare. Um, let me see here. Is there any way? I know my intelligence score is fucked right now, but so I think the question about snare is that you have to move into the space 
and touch the space. Like you create a road. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I was just oh, yeah. so you would I mean, have you would have first. to literally move within almost ten feet of them. I'd have to creep in there. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Maybe any way I could tell if that was the guy that I cast Hunter's Mark on before. It's not the guy. You know instantly, it's not the guy. Okay. But does she know instantly because she's dumb, or does she know instantly because she's not dumb? She intrinsically knows it is not the guy. Even with one intelligence score, she would know where her hunter's mark is. It's just a spell. It's like part of her character. It's just she just fish knows. You know what I mean? Sorry, that's I'm so sorry, Megan. That's like a Katie and me thing. Uh, I apologize. She just knows. Um, what's just you know we. I, Let's attack him or ask him what the hell they're doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I so I so, so so I guess so I guess for now I would I would just say I, I uh, just kind of get their attention and if and, and if we end up having to fight then we fight. Uh, I'll, I'll just say I'll just say to them we just fought some brain snatchers. Do y'all know anything about that? Is Peter? Are you saying that, uh, Somnus? Sure. All right. Just to both press on both the nimble right and drow turned around, looking utterly shocked, trying to hold the door uh, as it as it, something kind of thunks against it on the far side, and uh, they look like uh, <laughs> uh nothing's wrong here. You want to pull up that spell of yours? Does it have range? All of a sudden, the door is thrust backwards. And the drow is knocked into the dead kinko on the far side of the room, and the door burst open, and into it comes oh, yeah, a giant things. green creature uh, with four stalks and a giant middle eye over the middle. A beholder? Uh, it is yeah, similar to a beholder. Uh, but like bigger and badder. Uh, it's not a no. It's not bigger and badder. It's what would be referred to as beholder light or a spectator. Okay. Uh, He's a peeper. <laughs> can I go ahead and roll initiative on this yeah, one? Yeah, I was like, I was, was going to say, it's like I, I kind of want to like shoot it in the eye now. I just want to bring up you still have that fireball. Everybody, roll initiative. Unless you want to finish here and resume next week. I'd be fine with that. This went way longer than I anticipated, so I apologize, guys. But uh, yeah, it was all fun. Like I said, it was it was good. I we, we and it was a lot of it was a lot of uh, socializing at the beginning. Yeah, I think that's what I always misread campaigns. So definitely at least another uh, session. Uh, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, we'll roll initiative next week. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, I want to hear what you guys think is happening in this uh, hideout. Okay, so Ooh. we have start with Trevor. Start with Trevor. Ed has done a lot of theorizing this session. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Pretty bad. What thing. are you saying? Most of the time, it's a bad thing. <laughs> I'm teasing you, but please continue, Trevor. Uh, we 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 do know that like this yellow eye with tendrils thing has been coming up all around the stolen. It's green. This thing is green. Oh, oh, okay. But it is the similar shape to a beholder. It's like a beholder light is a spectator. Yeah, and and, and, like, and the drow never is led by a beholder. We did get that information somewhere, right? Xanathar so, is a beholder. Yeah, 
So Xanathar's guild might be behind the the missing protection after all, if not the disease itself. But that sounds a little too simple given uh, the nobility's response and the shadiness of the uh, of, of, of Bull, Bull, the, the shopkeep who did not poison me, at least. I can say that much for him. I would also hear tie together in this room, I think I'm just going to give you this clue. It's like, it's clear that the nimble rites you have encountered up till now and the drow are working together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing I want you to take away. Yeah. The the drows and the the robots are working together and the tengu are pretty much being killed. Kinku. Kinku. Because it's Feyru. Tengu. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> For the pen and paper pod, this has been Edwin Reyes. I'm chaotic, apparently. No shit. <laughs> it's also been Peter Dancy. Thanks for listening, guys. I, I don't know how I, I would even contextualize him as non-chaotic. Uh, it, this is- He's neutral for a fucking robot, dude. Okay, whatever. And it's also been Megan Lewis. And of course, Trevor Flynn. Bye. I've been your host, Jack Newman. Head on over to all our other media, including the Movie Gang podcast, Animania, Live Long and Discover, Geek Space Nine. Uh, check out all of those on our website at thetuskenshed.com. We are, of course, the Tuscan Shed Media Network. Check out all the other content while you're there. Head on over to our website. Head on over and give us a, a like or subscribe on YouTube right now for this content. And then check back uh, in with us as, uh, as you think what we're doing. Let us know. Give us comments. Uh, subscribe. Give us feedback. See what you like. And and uh, we'll try to play into that and see what we can do moving forward. Uh, this is just a one shot. It's turning quickly into more than that, which is always what happens with D&D, but whatever. Uh, but thank you very much. We haven't nailed down a specific schedule yet, but we're going to try to do the best with this. Several of us work in hospitals, so it's kind of crazy right now. But that's COVID for you. Expect what you will. We'll try to post comments at least a week in advance of to when we believe that we're going to be uh, filming. So for right now, from everyone here at the Tuscan Shed Media Network and the Pen and Paper Pod by extension, thank you for listening. Let me know why I'm the best. He's not. <laughs> Fuck you.